Okay, kids, let's go. There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? Hello, what have we here? Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking? Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy Rogue Squadron Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Episode 1017. Uh, I am Mopar. I'm Commander Cody. It's actually 158. I know from last episode. You love hearing yourself say what the episode number is, so just so you're aware. 158. 158. And you will remember last week, we couldn't open a beer because we didn't have a wine opener because there's a cork in the beer. I've never seen that in my life. So I went and got one. That's why we're a little bit late. I had to go track it down. I've always thought these things looked like a guy doing jumping jacks. <laughs> that's uh, my that's my, my only comment about wine openers. Yeah, I don't think I've ever used a wine opener. Really? What do I got to open? I like wine sometimes. Just fuck the beer for a little bit and let's just be classy with it and have some wine. I don't know. The beers are getting a bit classy themselves. So. Well, but there's a cork in this one, so I guess you're right. <laughs> so, and it looks like it came out of Ben Franklin's library. <laughs> Not out of his brewery. It's his own private collection. <laughs> private stock. <laughs> he keeps under his, his desk. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, episode, what'd you say? 158? 158. We have Jesus. A, a guest from our youth that we're going to bring on here in a few minutes. We might allow that. And if you were on the stream before we officially started the episode with the beer open, then you probably heard some ramblings about our favorite class. Favorite class. Yeah. Physics. Physics with an F. You got to find the F in the, in the physics. Unforgivable beyond belief. <clears throat> uh, so before we get into our beer review. Yeah. I'm just going to open it and prep it and everything. We've got uh, a couple sponsors. It's prepped. <laughs> we haven't opened it sponsor time's over <laughs> trying to limit our ads to as little as possible uh first sponsor is who provided our beer for us tavor yes. um i would recommend going over to tavor and we're downloading their app yes the app is where everything happens so you sign you up get the app you filter through beer they recommend different things every uh every week it's like a few new beers a day they kind of roll them out and they feature them mm-hmm. and you just browse what's featured and whatever you like you add to your cart and then once a month, they send out all the box of everything that you selected. And then uh, you drink it. You love it. Basically, you create your own wish list based based off the of the featured beer. beers. Yeah, exactly. So it's from all over. Um, now, please, it, it changes state to state. The beer rules change state to state. Yes. So they will not deliver to every state. So just make sure you don't live in a shitty state. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, and uh, Head on over there. You can sign up. Uh, if you use our promo code ROGUE, you yes. have to spell it right. Yes. Um, but you do get $10 off your first order of $25 or more. So you order 30 bucks worth of beer, it's going to only cost you 20 bucks. It sounds fucking great, doesn't it? <laughs> it's because it is. And all the shipping's included. So when you buy the beer, it's a, it's actually priced per beer. Not It's not like a flat mm-hmm. uh, rate per month, which is cool. So if you... Don't feel like having beer that month and you don't get anything, then you don't get charged for it. There yeah. you go. But and yeah. you'll, you'll go on there and say there's an IPA that's featured that you read the description. It sounds delicious. You just select the quantity, add to cart. It's basically saved onto your wish list. And at the end of the month, they ship it to you. Boom. Boom. Done and done. I kind of want to ask them to make a code word rouge and have it add $10 to their bill. 
<laughs> Rouge. So if anybody spells it wrong, spells that's it wrong. what you get. You're just you're paying us for the your typo. <laughs> double d- double the price. <laughs> um, yeah. So we've got a couple of beers here that uh, they've sent us. But first, we also want to mention. That's it for today, actually. Uh, we want to mention our merch and our website and our stickers and our shirts and our buttons and our magnets. I have a magnet right here. Check this out. Rogue Squadron Pock Dicks. Oh, maybe that's it. That's the wrong one. I pulled the wrong one. We got a few of them. Uh, these are some some laser engraved wood magnets that we have. May the fourth be with you. We also have our logo. And then we got uh, some other things, stickers, buttons, and a decent selection of t-shirts over there. I would highly recommend going over and checking out our merch because I'm actually going to be ordering the KOTOR shirt. Yeah. So we've got uh, yeah. basically broken up into trilogies yeah. plus KOTOR. Yeah. So it's the list shirts where, what is it based off of? Like uh, the Beatles? A, yeah, it was an old Beatles shirt. So it Ringo, just tags, Paul, says, yeah. all, all the all the names. But we made it Star Wars because it's better. So we've got Leia, Luke, Han, and Vader. Mm-hmm. You can get that shirt. I'm gonna go old old school with oh, old school, new school. What is it? Medium school, medium middle school, school. middle school <laughs> with uh, Knights of the Old Republic. So you have Bastila, Revan, blah blah blah, Malak. I'm not saying Karth. I don't want a shirt with Karth on it. You just said Karth. <laughs> Karth is like spark. It's like the word that's off limits. Yes, exactly. Um, but you can choose whatever color shirt you want. Head on over there. Just check it out. Uh, yeah, that's where you can find all of it. Do it. Recommend. Boom. Okay. So what do we have here? What kind of... Uh, uh, first one. Let's invite him back on. All right. Hang on, guys. Because he's got a beer review himself. He does. But he doesn't have the same one, so it's kind of pointless. But... <gasps> <laughs> Hi. Welcome. So we've got our buddy uh, Eric from, we went to school with him long, long time ago. From Ohio. Now I'm living in Florida. Yeah. Trader. Yeah. Fucking trader. Yeah. <laughs> Where they don't have thunderstorms, I'd learned. And you have to walk through waterfalls constantly. That's that's what <laughs> the, the just of the it. The humidity you have to, is just so hot. It's just so hot. It's just always have, wet. You have to worry about hurricanes and alligators and stuff. Yeah. And we had a, my first uh, big hurricane. It's not like snow days where you can like go outside and have fun when the sun's up. It's just constant water coming down. So there's there's no nothing. There's nothing. There's you no just nothing. Sit at home and drink. When you walk <laughs> so outside, that sounds great. Actually. You go into nothing. I'm being honest with everyone. Yeah, just shut the door and keep it closed. No, I miss uh, snow days. Snow days were like the best day of my life. And it's weird because we talk about we talk about like Ohio and they have all four seasons. But where we're originally from is very different from the rest of Ohio or even the Midwest. Yeah. It's some special corner fucked that no one understands unless you're from like Buffalo. Yeah. Like the, the, it's basically from Cleveland to Buffalo. Everyone gets fucked. Yeah. And it's uh, it's a special area. Special in a bad way. I but actually I still loved it. it. Yeah. yeah I, I love, love it too. Special in a bad way. Thumbs in both directions. <laughs> no, I love that snow. I actually miss it. We don't get we don't get much down here in Columbus. It's too breezy. Too windy. You don't get any down there. None whatsoever. You haven't, have you it's, not it's seen it's snow? below like 40 and everyone's like, cover up your plants. Your plants are going to die. Because <laughs> they can't live. go outside and put your clothes. <laughs> you just take your clothes from inside, put them on the plants, save the plants. Bundle them up. <laughs> put, that the plants. put the winter coat on your fern. <laughs> Sorry. Keep up my table. You ready to drink? Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> All right. So we got two beers from Tavor. The first one is called the Speedway Stout. It's an imperial stout with coffee. It comes opened because Commander drinks it before the show. I, yeah. Well, I had some already. Uh, I don't remember what it tastes like, so this will be a fresh beer review, so don't worry about it. There we go. But it seemed pretty interesting, you know? We uh, we ended up getting a lot of... 
So I know you said you can pick your own beers with Tavor and everything, which is awesome. But Ooh. for our purposes, since we always end up getting IPAs and shit, I asked them to send us stuff that we would not normally have. So we haven't had any IPAs from their box. It's been stouts and porters and uh, a few sours and everything. So yeah, this will be interesting to try. Well, also the wonderful thing about Tavor is even though breweries are popping up pretty much all over, I don't care if you're in a small town or anything, you can get something that's decently local. Yeah. But the great thing is, even with like being in Columbus, you're stuck with pretty much what's made or brewed in Ohio, unless it's a l very large thing. This kind of opens the door into maybe there's a small thing in fucking Idaho that makes the best beers. Well, because look at this. If I'm, not, I don't want to be too rude to the Ale Smith Brewery that made this, but they don't have like on point branding. It looks like it's kind of small batch stuff. Like, yeah, like it doesn't look like it's a giant thing like Sam Adams, but the beer itself could be fantastic, fucking perfect, which yeah. we're going to find out about here in a little bit. So, and that yeah, kind of just the feeling of taking care of a small businesses. You yeah. know, guy owns his own brewery. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What are you drinking over there? Uh, I have a funky Buddha. Have you ever heard of it? Uh, I, don't think I so. have now. They do a lot of IPAs, a lot of real strong hoppy stuff. It's out of Oakland, Florida. I'm sorry, now I'm going to let me say this right. Uh, la, da, 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 da. Yeah, Oakland Park, Florida. Oakland uh -huh. Park. Nice. It's a lovely area. But it's a uh, pineapple beach. It's a funky boot and pineapple beach. So it's a very classy fruit summer beer. Mm. It's nice, kind of like a bite after it. It's like you did just kind of eat a, a piece of uh, pineapple. Ooh, nice. Man, I got to be in a mood for something that's like that's the exact citrusy. opposite of what we're about to have. I know. This is like made in a dungeon. It's motor oil. <laughs> this is motor oh, yeah. oil. Stouts are thick. Yeah. This is almost like, it tastes kind of like a summer shandy almost. Ooh. This like is a gonna, This is going to take slightly like mud. Slightly <laughs> like mud. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this is, it does look like used motor oil, which is also <laughs> called AKA Boy Scout water. I mentioned that to someone else. No one fucking knows what that, you don't know what that is? What? Boy Scout water. So, because you're not supposed to, but we we burn this stuff to start fires, uh, depending on where we're at. And Plus, my you dad can't always, start a fire by yourself without it. No, it just you should see it after <laughs> afterwards. Um, but yeah, we always called it Boy Scout water because we would always save the used oil after oil changes. We put it aside and then light some shit. Sounds to me like you just got guys need better lessons. Yeah, I'm gonna Would drink this Man drink Scout this? water. It's different Man Scout water. Okay. Pretty standard. Pretty standard. I was not ready for a stout. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's also, it, it downpoured, even though you didn't notice, it downpoured like an hour ago. And I walked outside and it, it felt like Florida. It was just <laughs> fucked. And uh, now we're drinking stouts, so. Yeah, it's a weird change. <laughs> we're all over the place. <laughs> Let me take a, a better, stronger sip because Whoa. I just, I was not prepared for that. I'm still not. You're like in torture no, mode right now for I, this. I can't do it. Uh, so if we, we do a rating system, Mr. Eric, All right. out of three. Before we do that, do you have an alias? Do you have a gamer tag? Or should we refer to you as Eric? You can do Eric. One large <laughs> at Okay, Eric. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, so our, our beer review is out of three. It Zero is. is don't fucking ever think about trying it. One is didn't blow my, my, my dick. But it's okay. Two is like, this is a great beer. And then three is, this is the best beer I've ever had. Um, normally, we float between two and three. <laughs> Sounds uh, like you need to drink a little bit more of that. But uh, 
Yeah, I, I, we try to be as honest as possible. This is definitely not wowing me. This is far from a three, but it tastes very standard. Very standard. So standard has a, a unique uh, place in our podcast vocabulary because that's a good thing for Lord Kerner. Yeah. Imperial stout with coffee. That might be the big reason, even though I'm, I've gotten slightly into coffee. Oh, served in a goblet at 50 to 55 degrees. We failed. Yeah, we, we always have our beer way too cold. I'm sorry for that. Stop it, beer. Um, yeah, so we're not even drinking it at the right temperature. It's humid as shit out here. I'm getting pissed, and I don't. I'm not in the mood for a stout. That's why we're drinking it. So <laughs> you're kind of doomed from the beginning, Mister Ale Smith Brewing Company. I'm sorry. Um, I'm gonna give this. It, it's not disgusting, which makes it sound bad. But it, there's nothing in it. There, I don't. I'm not getting a lot of spices. I'm actually not even getting that much coffee. But it does drink like a coffee. There was very little carbonation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's the first thing I noticed too. It didn't get a lot of head when I poured it out, and it's not very carbonated. It also came open. That's probably where it lost a lot of the carbs. I am a huge coffee guy, and I am noticing a lot of coffee notes in there. Like it, it's drinking more like a coffee. I know you said that, but it has like some of that acidity. Kind of the beer that we had last week. I said the same thing about, but it has some of that acidity in there. Um, it's just I don't know. It's there, it's it's tastes fine. It's just not what I want right now. There's something in it that actually has a, a twist near the end of your the mouthfeel that I'm, I'm not really a big fan of. We act like we know what the fuck we're talking about, but we don't. Until you said that, everybody thought we did. <laughs> I but I guarantee... <laughs> um, I, no, I'm going to give this a hard one because uh, it's definitely not undrinkable. You uh, Definitely try it, but if you are a coffee fan and a stout fan, definitely try this. Um, where are you sitting? This is the Great American Beer Fest 2008 Small Brewing Company of the Year. So 2008 is a long time ago. That's true. Ten, Ten years, yeah. <laughs> They've been making... You catching flies over here? No. You're making them land. <laughs> making them land. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to go a hard one as well. I think it drinks too much like a coffee. Like the coffee edition is a good idea, but it's mm -hmm. too much like a coffee. And it's supposed to be served at 50. Like I want my coffee hot or I want it iced. Yeah. This weird lukewarm yeah. in the middle thing is kind of fucking with me. The stouts are kind of like porters. You have ever, you know, as far as wine, porters are like a real strong wine that's supposed to be drank at a real, real cold temperature. By really stouts shitty people. Like a certain type of person. Yep. Like, I don't know. There's some like old man who's like sitting in his chair and he's like, I love. I love terrible drinks. I love torturing myself with liquid. <laughs> I love torturing myself slowly. Give me Reminds me. It'll hurt when I drink it. Exactly. Reminds me of the war. I love it. It tastes so bad. I love it. Before uh, you give me my beer, punch me in the gut. <laughs> exactly. Make me feel real again. Because old people aren't real. That's the just of this. Um, it's the gist. Just. I'm forever <laughs> saying just. I haven't, forever I haven't saying just. brought it up in four and a half years. But I'm starting last just. week, now that you're back in Columbus, just. if you say the just of it, <laughs> or uh, gonna force choke the shit out of you. It's the gist. I'm always forever saying G -I -S -T. just. G-I-S-T. J-U-U. Tiebreaker. What do you think? <laughs> I always say just. Mr. Eric. Just. The gist. Thank you. See, he says it. How, how hammered are you? That's the question. <laughs> First of all. <laughs> I need to know if I can rely on you or not. That's hilarious. I hate irregardlessly. Everyone that says irregardless. I've never heard that, actually. Uh, yeah, that's annoying. Like, I always hate the one that, oh, well, it matters about this. No, it depends. It doesn't matter. What are you talking about? It matters I've about I've never this. heard anyone say that ever. Oh, there's a thousand of our friends that do it. He's not what? one of them, though. Because he's not <laughs> our friend anymore. 
No. 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 He's no. not. He agreed with me. I, I'm cool with him, man. He said just. I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is definitely a hard one. Um, it is interesting that, like, I think we talked about this last episode about how breweries try to be so different that they end up brewing a not a great beer. Like, what, what, what else can we put in this? I'm giving that, it a one, not because it was like a swing and a miss, but just because, like, this is a twice a year beer. Like, this is a, it's a cold day and I want this coffee flavored thing. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> I really don't. I, uh, I understand. Like, I think I you're, know. I think you're done with it. I'm just not a coffee fan. I but know. when I'm, when I'm in mood for a coffee, I just want coffee. Why do I want, and if I'm in mood for a beer, I'll have a beer. That's it's, why I think it's, it's this, this mixture. weird middle ground thing. And that's the weird, that's, you're never going to get it for yeah, me. One of these days, I'm going to be in the mood for a coffee and a beer, and that's what I want. Well, I mean, that's the gist of but it. But that happens like once it's a winter. It's got to colder. It's got like all that. Those are made for people in cold climates where you want to get a little buzz, but also drink something nice and warm, you know? Yeah. No. Maybe you got a lady <laughs> over, you know? One one out of three, three easily. Music. It's like, drink this really warm coffee booze. You'll love it. Drink this shitty drink. Make yourself feel good. On the risk of repeating myself, but I mentioned last week that my buddy got a iced coffee with a shot of Jameson in it. Yeah, what is that called? I don't know if it's called anything because the waitress was confused as hell. But he tried. I was like, that's called terrible. Alcoholism. And then, <laughs> it's called, uh, I want to get drunk at that's, breakfast. That's why I knew that. It, I, I scoffed at him when he ordered it and then I tried it and it was fucking crazy. It was amazing. My uh, my mom does uh, uh, Bailey's in her coffee a lot. It's different than that, though. That's more of a cream. Yeah, that that's like that's the standard thing to put in coffee. But a shot of whiskey is not. But it was very so, true. It's a full glass of coffee. The shot of whiskey, like it doesn't it doesn't hit you like it normally would. It just rounds out the flavor. Yeah. Interesting. Sweet. I'll have to remember not to try that. Uh, what are you sitting on with your beer, Mister Eric? Out of three. Oh, the Funky Buddha. I'm not a huge fan of all the fruit beers, you know. I'm still kind of uh, a purist in that sense. But I do enjoy, you know, maybe if the sun was up and I was on the beach, I'd probably give it a give it a, a, a decent three. A decent three. But since I'm sitting here in my living room, I'd probably say two. Probably okay. Say two. So it's very, very good, but it's just not the Judging setting. by what, you know, you said that, you know, three is the best beer you've ever drank, so... Yeah, so it's two. It's very good, but not mm-hmm. not uh, not blowing it. <laughs> Stop laughing before I'm even done talking. All right, I'm just anticipating what you were gonna say, and I could fucking anticipate it. I hope you never talk. All right, how do I got to uh, contraptionize this? You got to stab it and swirl it. There we Sorry, go. Sorry, the uh, the technical difficulties earlier were throwing me off, but I'm good now. We're all good. We're all fine here. We're all good. Thank we're you. Good how here. are you? So, um, just to knock knock off the uh, beginning of the Star Wars talk. Have you seen the Resistance trailer, the new one that it came out? I saw I saw bits and pieces of it. Uh, from what I've seen, like, I do like the the animation of it, you know, like the certain kind of, like, not fully 3D, but it's mm-hmm. got that kind of, like, cel-shaded look to it. No, that's interesting that you say that, because I, I think that was one of the reasons I didn't like it. Yeah. was the animation of it. But... <laughs> I maybe I don't know what it is. Maybe it was just more facial. Uh, the way they made the faces was very weird to me. But I do actually like that 
3D-ish, 2D look. As soon as it popped up, I was like, I love this animation style. Yeah. Maybe it's just, it's made more for action. I don't know. I'll have to yeah. see. I'll have to see more. I think a lot of the, like, as far as the Clone Wars is made for action. Like the original, clo- the the first Clone Wars one, it was kind of like done that Samurai Jack style. Yep. You can put a lot, there's a little bit more realism to it where you can put more emotion in someone's face. Mm-hmm. And like you were saying, like with the animation of the, the 3D, the, the newer yet older Clone Wars, you don't get as much emotion in the characters' faces because the animation is kind of dulled down a bit, you know? Well, the old but Clone it, Wars was all emotion because no one said anything. <laughs> yeah, there was like no dialogue. There was in that like at three all. episodes straight of of just Mace Windu skull fucking everybody with his eyeballs. <laughs> That's all he did I the whole time. I love that though. No, I fucking think it's awesome. I do, I do <laughs> like it because I think a lot of the time it's just like shut the fuck up and do something. Do it. Like, come on. Why are we sitting here talking and deli- del- ah, I can't fucking do deliberating. it. Deliberating. They, they need to get the gist of it. I, I completely agree, actually, now that you say it that way. Ooh, this has got a, a weird color to it. It's like apple juice. It's actually pouring like apple juice. Our next beer review here. Yeah, we got... Oh, 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 Look at that. Oh, it smells oh, like oh, apple juice. We got oh, two we got, today. We so. got psychedelic Dan Villani on the back of here. I forgot. <laughs> Eric, do you remember... Do you remember Dan's yearbook picture that had that, like, purple outline around his body? It looked like he had oh an god. aura. I'm going to look that up again. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, he just looks like Jesus because there's like three of him circling around his own body. <laughs> he looks like he's got like a force shield going on around him. I it's fucking awesome. Jackass. He's the best. Uh, this looks straight like apple juice. It actually smells disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Two <laughs> solid beer reviews here. Thank you, Devor. <laughs> I don't know about this one. Ooh, yeah. It smells like a sour. It's Yeah, it does not smell good to me. So uh, this one, when I cracked, I saved this for last because oh when I cracked, God. when I cracked open the Tavor box a few episodes ago, a few weeks ago, I pulled this one out, and it first of all it looks crazy. It looks like a wine bottle. Hello, hello, Nicole Serrano. Hi, Nicole. And the label of it looks like a goddamn Revolutionary War newspaper. Yeah. Declaration talked, of Beer Dependence. We mentioned that last episode, but we couldn't open it because of the cork. But it's called a rare wild ale, having been fermented and barrel aged in French oak. With unclear Jesus. intentions, with yet spectacular Jesus. results. Blessed by psychedelic Jesus. Who is that guy? Made to get you hammered. I don't know. The lead singer of the Bee Gees. What the fuck <laughs> is he doing on the back of my beard? If Jim, if Jim Morrison, <laughs> if Jim Morrison was still alive, that would be him. That would be him. Yeah. Summer breeze is what the, what it's called of uncommon origins. It makes me feel fine. <laughs> makes me feel fucking fed enough. I feel like a deity right now. Yeah, so it does smell crazy. What's up, Dave Dryley? <laughs> I love his last oh, name. Oh, yo, that's our new Patreon. Dave. Woo! <laughs> Let's drink to Welcome, Dave. Dave. Everybody, Welcome, cheers Dave. to Dave. Fucking yeah. Dave. Just a... What the fuck are we buying? <laughs> this is not good. Dude, this is interesting. It tastes like chewed up liquefied Flintstone vitamins. I'm not kidding. That's listen, exactly what it tastes like. A little sour. Listen, I'm not a big sour beer fan, but I do like this a lot from first taste. Let me try it again. You got it if they're keeping the lights on. Like every beer from this company is great. It's fantastic. <laughs> I don't know about this one, guys. I'm sorry. 
It's like so different that I hate it. It's interesting that it just says a wild ale. What the fuck does that even mean? Uh, let's see. Ingredients. Really naked. <laughs> In- ingredients. Water, malt, hops, blackberries, raspberries, and permission. Persimmons, persimmons, persimmons. Zero coarseness in this making this beer. We got <laughs> a we got a hall pass. We're allowed to make it. Uh, pers- persimmons. Yeah. How weird. No, I like it. Six point five percent alcohol by volume. And did we say where this was brewed out of? Obviously, Pen- fucking Philadelphia, revolutionary. Where is this made out of? California. I like it, man. I'll, I'll gladly have the rest of the bottle if you don't want it, but I like it. Yeah, well, you can definitely have that. I I'm, am uh, <clears throat> not. It does not smell good. You have to agree with that. No. <laughs> no, I don't agree with you. It <laughs> does smell great. I don't think it smells good at all. Ooh. Sorry. All right, oh. we've taken it up far enough time. We're we're gonna. I'm gonna with the beer reviews. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say a two. And you're gonna say a zero. This is the problem. We haven't had a, a disagreement in quite a while. Well, because we weren't able to. I was drinking different shit. That's true. But even before then, I feel like we always balance out to a whatever. So I don't, I don't see like a zero. No. I don't like that. Like, I'm not going to act like, like, is this drinkable? I could probably choke it down and be fine with it. But in the large spectrum of what else I can drink, goat's piss. Much better. Rum's piss. Rum's piss. That's what it is. I like it, actually. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and pass. Zero out of three, actually. Holy for, God. For the first time in years. Uh, that makes me sad. I feel oh. like if next time I was here, he would crush your face. That's all right. I don't have to like and love everything. Okay. Just like The Last Jedi. Well, I'm going to say a two. So we have our first disagreement in quite a while, and we're going to move right along because I'm ready to talk about Star Wars. Welcome everybody live with us who's pissed because our video isn't working. Well, we were having technical difficulties earlier and that's just what's what's going on. So, well, I'm fine with that. All right. You guys have seen our faces enough. Just like get the fuck over it. <laughs> Mr. Eric, you mentioned that there were some uh, shots released. Yes. Stills, whatever you want to call them. Describe that and we'll talk about it. There was a few uh, set photos kind of like leaked out from. So this might contain, I don't know, spoilers, but if you can't really get anything from it. But it did show uh, Finn and Poe in like a uh, wooded area, like with these horses that had a uh, the digital tape just for have someone to, to, to put like an alien on their face and stuff like that. And you can kind of see Finn has got kind of like uh, longer hair. And they're both. Everyone's wearing different uh, different costumes and stuff. So you might think there might be a uh, like a time jump that we're going to deal with here in the next one, in episode nine. We need a time jump. I certainly hope so. Yeah, yeah. I saw these photos. I thought it was kind of interesting, just to see horses and see them riding horses. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, they and think then, it's, uh, the the place that they're going to say it is is a Bata Bata Bata. I forgot what it was Bacta? called. Bata Tank. No, Wait. it's another. This the uh, the place that they're going to have the. Uh, um, I'm sorry, the star, the new Star Wars Galaxies area in Orlando and California. Oh yeah, because they're that's uh-huh. a brand be new like planet. This, like hub, it's supposed to be a hub of like markets and traders and stuff like that. Yeah. So place that we're going to see in Episode Nine is going to transfer to the park as like 
the same place. So yeah. people who see the movie mm. want to go to the park because it's the same exact place. Yeah. Interesting. So they're introducing a brand new place for the park and everything. That's interesting. Uh, I I saw the shot. It didn't really give us anything. It was just kind of a teaser. Uh, was that leaked or was that official? Leaked. That is kind of shitty. Like it's I, a, for okay, because it, it, it reminds me of like if I'm making an album and someone leaks the intro to my album, I'm like, dude, I want to release it how I release it because that's yeah. the whole fucking point. Yeah, the release I, yeah, I was, is just as important as like the entirety thing, like how you present your art or your movie or what you want to see first. Yeah, it it is a large part of it. So I hate the people that oh I want clicks, so I'm gonna fucking find something. Well. The anticipation is so high. It's I, I have always had a struggle with like wanting to know absolutely nothing. And two reasons like I want to talk about on the on the show. And also I'm fucking excited for episode nine. They're closing out the goddamn Skywalker saga and everything. Like I wanna I can't help my uh, my excitement. I wanna like hear a little along the way and see a little. Yeah, I, I agree, but it, like I said. Don't I want Disney to choose what they want to release. Yes. Because first of all, what if something is leaked? Like actually leaked and spoiled? You could ruin... The internet could really ruin an entire fucking trilogy if the wrong thing is actually leaked. Yeah. No, that's true. What so, do you think about leaks? I, I mean, I always try to not look at them, but curiosity always kind of gets the better of me, and I go ahead and I'll ruin, I ruin things that I love, you know, like <laughs> I like The Walking Dead, and I'll constantly ruin myself for for spoilers and stuff like that. But it randomly so, pops up, like what happens at at the end of this part? I didn't ask for it. You made the, you just made the gesture of typing something into Google, so I'm not sure what yeah. you're spoil this was, for me. I was on a, I was on a, a some like Reddit or something, and there was a uh, before Force Awakens came out, and there was a thing that said, "Don't click this. You 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 shouldn't click this." And I clicked it, and it, it wasn't even Star Wars related, and it gave away the the ending of Force Awakens. Like, and it was like a week before I was supposed to see it. I was so pissed. Oh off. man, what are you doing uh, with your life? That's another reason to stay off Reddit. <laughs> Yeah. I was I watched it and I kept like toying with myself. I'm like, no, it's not going to happen. He's not going to die. No way. That could have been right. It was, oh, a, it was a joke. Must I have been heard a joke. about that. Yeah. And then yeah. I was watching it happen. I'm like, God damn it. It's rude. No, it was perfect. I knew it was going to happen as it was leading up to it. I was like, oh, Dude, fuck. he was 110 years old. Get That's, him off the I'm screen. I'm cool with it. I love that he's dead. I never liked him until Solo, the movie, came out. All right. Have so, you guys heard the theory that uh, that he actually squeezed the lightsaber himself? That that was his path? That Kylo is actually a uh, kind of like undercover yep. double agent? Yeah. I we, wish that was a thing. We've talked about that. and Yeah. The oh, my novel, God. First of all, the novelization of Force Awakens says that Kylo ignites it. So that part of it is gone at least. But as soon as we saw it, we saw this we thought the same thing. Maybe it was actually Harrison Ford that ignited it into Han Solo because he wanted to kill his own character <laughs> oh, off. Oh, okay. I see what you I see what you're saying. See? Okay. Behind the scenes. I get it. What if it was uh Kathleen Kennedy that actually uh oh yeah. Dude. So because we haven't talked in uh a decade. So <laughs> And there's been four films that came out. Let's yeah. walk through them all because I'm interested to see your, your point of view, even if it's wrong. Um, so like, start with wrong. episode seven. Even though you okay. had it ruined or spoiled, what, what were your final thoughts on uh, seven? 
Well, the uh, the honeymoon period lasted quite a long time. Like, I definitely was reeling off the energy of just having a new Star Wars film. So I still kind of look at it in in kind of like rose-colored glasses. So, and the, the contrast to A New Hope and everything like that, I like that. I still enjoy the fact that they're very similar as far mm-hmm. as storytelling. So I, I, I'll say that's probably one of the better ones for me. I really like it. That's yeah. cool to hear. No, I and I... I think you're right, and not that you you're right because you agree with our ideas on that, but like you can't stray too far from what worked when you're relaunching an entire fucking the the biggest thing ever created media wise, yep. like outside of the Disney films, Star Wars is probably the biggest thing ever created. And when you yeah. have to restart that, if you were to jump off and if they would have started with Rogue One. I'm not sure it would have made a, such a big splash. Like you, you are really testing the waters with a Rogue One. I think to get people familiarized with it again, you needed a. All right, yeah. these characters go from here to here. It's almost the same storyline. I think the sect of fans that hated Seven because it was just like Four would have liked Rogue One first. But we need to realize, and it's tough to do sometimes with social media and everything. That like that's a very very small portion of people that watch these movies. And Star Wars is, it's for the greater audience. Well, and it's like getting we can new. Sit here and obsess with over it, but like it is for a bigger audience. Well, it's, and getting a new generation into Star Wars. Rogue One does not get a whole new generation into Star Wars. No, Episode no. Seven oh. does because you're introducing new characters yeah. that you can familiarize yourself with and watch how they go from A to to D. Is that where the commander is exactly right? Because like, oh, there's a lot of people who say like I'm the right. whole thing about how. Like they're making a product for a wider audience. My hands, my and hands. So when you do that, you you kind of alienate your original audience, which was young boys in America from you know 1970 to you know nowadays. Like the fact that <laughs> it used to be for one type of person, and now they're trying to make it for everyone. That they're going to lose some of the people off the wayside. The people are like, I don't like the thing that you're making now because it's not like the thing that I love, and so. That's kind of the way it is. <clears throat> yeah, it's just the evolution of a a you know cult essentially. It, re- it really <laughs> is, and the cult is being split because the cult is too big now. So we're we're going to have two factions of this fucking religion. We're actually we're going to have three prequels, sequels, and original trilogy, and where they're all going to and the cartoons they kind of have their own little fucking thing too. We we need a battle of the bastards, and we'll just each send one you battle know, of the five armies. Yeah, like at the end of the Hobbit. Yep, but better. But a lot better. <laughs> um, yeah. So, what about Rogue One? Oh, so it's so it's so difficult. Disney's job in starting this whole thing back up, they can't. So, the, what they need to look at is it's impossible for them to make everybody happy. That is that is impossible to do because if you didn't do exactly what it was written in the books that people have read, they're going to be pissed. If you go to something brand new, people are going to be pissed. If you do exactly what episode four did, everybody's still pissed. Mm -hmm. Like, I just, it's impossible to make everybody happy. So, with that said, who's their target audience? The younger generation. They have to get the new kids in. That's why they're focusing on all these cartoons. They're bringing back Clone Wars. They're doing this resistance. And the fairy tales of the the women, women's. What's the one called? Destiny? Forces of Destiny? Forces of Destiny, yeah. Yeah, dude. It's all it's all children. 
It's all children. I, I would say it's probably that's what it was in the in the beginning. So, I think that's what it's always been. It's well, always yeah, been, and like, even behind the scenes, Lucas says these are children's stories, whether you like it or not. He says that in an interview, and it's like, yeah. thank you. That's when you got all that heat for Jar Jar, you know? Yep. It's like yeah. for kids' films. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You didn't like it. And you're you're sixty. Well, there's probably you, you. Why aren't you dead yet? Like, come on. So the so like, had a, a monetary investment. They're like, I bought all these toys and all of these things and stuff like that. You got to make it to please me. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> no. Um, I understand the feeling, though. It's it is. Like, I understand where the root of the feeling is. Oh, absolutely. It's frustrating. And that's what we've talked about. Why can't there be a rated R Star Wars movie that connects with, like, the over 30 crowd? Like, that's what 99% of Star Wars fans are probably 20 years or older. Older than that. You got to think, yeah, you got to think, like, why wouldn't you think you it would make money or be successful if you made something like that. Well, I've mentioned on past episodes that they're they're getting to something like that, but they are Force Wagons was 2015. It's no. been three and a half years. Yeah. It's been three and a half. Wait, really? Two and a half years. Wait, am I high? No, 15. Yeah. December 15 was when. So we've had four movies in two and a half years. Wait, that doesn't make sense though. Oh, because 27, and then, I'm sorry, that freaked me out for a second. Yeah, because we've already It'll had... It'll be the, three years in December for episode seven. That just tripped me out. Anyways, my point was that it's only been three years since they really came back. So there's time for that stuff to develop and to be released. It's just, they're kind of doing things a few steps at a time and taking it a little slower. We're spoiled brats. That's what it is. Whether <laughs> Whether you like the new stuff or don't, we've gotten four fucking Star Wars films in three years. We used to have to wait, wait a fucking decade and a half for that. Yeah. Now people are pissed because they have something to be pissed about. That's, true. That's all the reason. My dick's small. My mom hasn't made me fucking supper in a minute. <laughs> this beer that I'm drinking sucks. And this podcast <laughs> is unlistenable. I like this beer. It's getting a little too real. No, it's, just, <laughs> it's too real. real. <laughs> Sorry, mom. What was uh, hooray beer? What is that from? Uh, uh, red stripe. Yeah, red stripe. Yeah, I remember we were just red screaming. stripe. Hooray beer! <laughs> <laughs> we're that's how I feel about everything. Just hooray beer. There it is. It's, it's the just of it. Time to praise it. Uh, okay, so you said seven, and now about Rogue mm-hmm. One. What do you think? We're gonna, I like a quiz lot of you. aspects of Rogue One. Um, I felt a little cheated from going from the trailer where you saw like the the Tie Fighter on the tower. And then mm-hmm. that wasn't in it. There was a couple of things that weren't in it that were in the trailer that I was kind of excited to see. Mm-hmm. And even though I understand reshoots and everything like that, I still really wanted that, you know? No, I completely but as far agree. As the overall story with, and also, and, and, and I don't know how you guys feel, but like the whole, the force was me, the force, uh, uh, I'm the force, the force was me. Like, I kind of like them putting that type of like faith or like mysticism in it. You know what I mean? Like, where well, it like a religious to- aspect to like, yeah. Following a religion, mm-hmm. but I, I kind of I did enjoy that as far as like these miracles happening and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely enjoyed the whole team aspect of it, though. Like, mm-hmm. are you saying miracles have gotten watered down because of Star Wars? Probably, yeah. I mean, I'm just wait, saying, like, like it, miracles. <laughs> but, well, like, I'm just saying, like, in, yeah. in in the Star Wars universe, we're used to 
These Jedi doing whatever the fuck they want. Oh yeah, and Darth Vader, he can just kill people with his mind. And the Emperor shoots lightning out. He is a thunderstorm. Uh, but to the average person in the Star Wars universe, which we don't see represented yeah. very often, yeah, it is all psychotic shit. Like the only representation we have is Han Solo, and he just hates everything. He doesn't. It's not even the fact that like the Force is very mystical to him. He's like, dude, shoot blasters and money and bitches. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, it is like how, how can he not believe it though? I like it, it's a real thing that happens. True, but he wasn't a part of that, and you got to think, even especially with the his background now, it, that's bullshit. You got to think out of a hundred trillion people in the galaxy, and there's a thousand Jedi that used to exist. Sure, nah, they did. No, nah, I think Han's thing in four is that that's still part of him trying to ignore what he has a feeling is like the real shit. That's one thing I love about Solo is like Han is a good dude at heart. Because of his backstory and in his upbringing, he's trying to be a bad guy because he thinks like that's what he should be doing. And he feels something like he feels a good guy inside of him and he's trying to ignore it. I don't so think that's that part anything. of it, too. I think in episode four, when he's saying, like, yeah, you know, I've seen a bunch of shit, but that's not real. I think he has a, a feeling that it might be there. And then he, you know, unveil, unveils that shit in episode seven. Well, I think a large part of it is he feels like he, he should be a piece of shit because of his upbringing and where he's from. Like, he should be the bad Terrible. guy because everybody else that he grew up with no, are bad I mean. guys. Yeah, so he's trying to embrace that, but he can't because he's a good guy. He's too good. He's doing the crazy inverse of it, where it's he believes that the path that Luke is taking will only lead to, to pain and suffering. So even though he might believe in the Force, he's going to tell Luke that it's not real and that's all a bunch of bull crap because it'll stop him from what he's about to do. Well, the other part of it, he's I trying think, to save Luke some fucking trouble. Well, I think he 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 gets a taste of it at the end of Solo where you can't make a difference. It's one person can't make a difference. And he lives all that all the way through Solo until the end where he actually does make a fucking difference mm -hmm. and provides the rebellion with the funding Ozark crystals or whatever the, the fuck they are. Um, the coaxium. Coaxium. But like he finally gets that little seedling. Like, I almost made a difference there, but I won't even see it till the end. So did I really? Fuck it. I'll go off and make money. But that's, I think he's, he carries that with him until he meets Ben in, is it Mas, I, Espa? Los Eisley. Anchorhead. Los Eisley. I always, what's, okay. Los scum and villainy. Los Eisley. Los Eisley. Los Eisley is where they go yes. in four. Yes. Mos Espa is the race. Is That's where Anakin lives in episode one. And then Boonta Eve and then Anchorhead. That's the name of the race. That's not a, that's not a place. Anchorhead is KOTOR. Anchorhead is in KOTOR and Luke mentions that in four. He's like, I can, I can take you to Anchorhead place. or as far as you need to go. <laughs> yeah. You could you could sell shop sweet brooms all over the fucking place. Everybody's got this. Okay. I think you need to brush up on your Star Wars geography personally. If you own brooms, you'd be a, a billionaire there, I guess. Is that a unit of measurement in Star Wars? I'm not sure. It's not. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Rogue One. One thing about the uh, the reshoots and the extra scenes, I was kind of annoyed about the things that we didn't get to see in the movie, but then I saw like an interview with Gareth, uh, or I read an interview with Gareth, and he said they had the opportunity to do this brand new twist on Star Wars, and he said they just tried to shoot as much as possible. 
Like any scene that could have remotely looked cool and been placed in the movie, they tried to just get as much footage as they could. For Rogue One? Yeah, because they didn't know exactly what they would and what they wouldn't use. They were just kind of going to town and get as much as they possibly could. So It's funny that the I entire trailer was wrong. Force would occur. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to talk over you. No, I loved uh, I love <laughs> Forrest Whitaker as well. No. no, I love it. No, yeah. no, it's because that means we were able to have a Forrest Whitaker action figure finally. I've been wanting it so badly. And That's now the only have... reason. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lazy eye and everything. Actually, oh, is there yeah. a Saw Gerrera Black Series? No, there isn't. There's only the, the smaller kind. I think I have it somewhere. I would love a six-inch Saw Gerrera Black Series. No pun intended. Girl! Yeah, you do need some diversity on this motherfucker. <laughs> I you got, got droids. You got Lando, and that's about it. What droids. do you think of the Black Series? Like, do you enjoy a lot of the, like, straying away from that 3.75 to that 6-inch? Yeah, I'm very particular about what I collect. Uh, I like to get, like, even if I like the character, if the figure doesn't look on point, I don't want it. You know what I yeah. mean? So I've been very kind of picky about what I've what I've picked up. So I have a, a very... Uh, Select selection, if that makes any sense. But select to collection pops too, right? Yeah, a good amount of pops. Wow. Yeah, but no, the, it's I hard like to I take love that seriously then too. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a well. Look the right. same thing with the pops. Like I don't like most of the normal humans as a pop is just a human face with black eyes, which looks That's boring to like, me. Yeah, yeah. But like all the clones and uh, the stormtroopers, they have helmets. Cad Bane looks like a badass. Snoke has like scars and shit. Uh, fucking Plo Koon over here looks like a badass. Yep. Bit so Fortuna in particular. Bit Fortuna has the Leku. I think the only <laughs> like normal human pop I have is uh Dooku and old man Luke because they have beards. Yeah, so you it's very, very like the eclectic, you know, different looking pops. Because he like yeah. that's the thing I didn't like about them. They just they all they all look the same and yeah. I'm like, well, I'm like I'll the just head throw is, my money away somewhere else. Yeah, the head is so huge that if the only thing that looks different is the body, which is like a little skinny thing, it's like not really that cool, but and Chirrut's blind, so his eyes are different colors. He kind of looks like Nero from, uh, right? What's the? Are you gonna say Ancient Rome? Because if you're not, no. it's, you're wrong. No. What's the <laughs> film that I haven't seen? But I the I've Matrix. Seen. Matrix. Neo. Neo. Nero. Oh my Nero. Gosh. Neo. I've always seen the Matrix once. What? Curtis pissed. First of all, <laughs> watch it again. It's good. Actually, I've been meaning to watch those. I might pull those out because. I feel like just like Batman versus Superman, I feel like when I first watched it, I really liked Matrix 3. And everybody says that it's the worst thing that was ever made besides the Star Wars prequels. Personally, I don't know. I don't know. I'll have but to I revisit the whole thing. I haven't seen it in like 10 years. so Been a while for myself too. Nero. Neo. Yeah, you just called the main character the wrong name. No wonder it's been a while. No, what's Forrest Whitaker's? What, what, what planet are you on right now? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> what planet are you on? Lawrence Fishburne? The, no, uh, I'm thinking of Fo is Forrest Whitaker's in another movie. I know Lawrence Fishburne is, yeah, in Matrix, and he's got those weird glasses. Yeah. I Morpheus. don't know. I'm, they're Mo Morpheus, but I'm getting all fucking mixed up. He's from something else. He's, don't look at me. He's solo. in Black Panther. So you're, okay. So, no, uh, episode eight's next. Episode awesome. eight. Episode eight. I definitely had mixed feelings. Everybody does. Because yeah. yep. I felt like, like we were talking about before, that was the first one they really delved into trying to, like, have a wide variety of audiences that would like it. 
which then again kind of alienated a lot of the things that I expected from seven to happen in eight. And then them kind of be like, oh, yeah, don't worry about it. Ray is nobody. He's, she's nobody. When we spent all this time kind of speculating and hoping that she would have some sort of, you know, famous lineage or something. I like the idea of having uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and that other, uh, that Mandalorian. What's her name? Uh, right? Where she had a, yep. he had a relationship with her. Yeah. Satine. So I, I, I still like that idea and I'm holding out for it actually. But oh, it, uh, I don't know. See, I'm, I did enjoy like the Benicio del Toro stuff. It's always mm-hmm. fun to see him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and then, uh, what else was there? I'm trying to, you know, go through films in my mind. We recorded commentary for this two days ago which if you're listening to this episode, you will hear it next week. But uh, I found myself like at a loss to like really crack jokes the entire time. Like I found myself very invested in the movie for a majority of the time. There's normally a lot on the line. Normally our fanboy commentaries are like, we've seen episode four 3,000 times, so we're just going to tear it apart. But with episode eight, I was like really, really invested in what was happening on screen like a lot of the time. I think crack one joke for the uh, Luke Skywalker milking a uh, monster off the oh, rock. Oh yeah, we tore that apart. <laughs> yeah, guaranteed. Give me a shot. Like, <laughs> um, but I liked it a lot. It, it, it's a divisive film, man. I think it's it's very it's unique. It's got a lot of shock fact, like at, at, a lot of shock value in it because there's so many highs and lows in it that you're oh, you're looking for this. Finn Phasma thing. You're mm-hmm. looking for this Kylo Ray thing. You're looking for this Snoke Luke thing. You're looking for, you know, how is uh, Leia gonna die? Because they have to kill her off. And then you get to the end, you're like, how the fuck didn't they kill her off? They killed Akbar off. Like, there's so many, there's so many, so much on the line here, and they play with you throughout the entire thing, up and down. Where it's, and I would still argue that it's not the smoothest. Like they go, they jump around and then they throw jokes in places where I'm like, dude, this isn't a joking part, but there's so much on the line that like, there's almost like, it's, I don't know. There's a lot of unexplanations as far as like, cause I, I, that's what we want as far as being earlier Star Wars fans. We want explanations of things. We want descriptive, you know, understandings of, of where people come from and why they are the way they are. And you just kind of left the theater without those. And and I still enjoy it. I still liked it. But there were certain things like I want to know why Rey is so strong. I'm okay with her being a super strong Jedi without any help. That's fine. But just give me a reasoning behind it. And and just kind of like, uh, d- d- how does gravity work? Like when, when, a, when a bomber, when Rose and the bomber, oh, sorry, Rose's sister, the bomber... Like she's supposed to drop bombs onto the ship. Is that using the 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 simulated gravity from the ship? I think they're projected, like they're pushed out. Yeah, they and they it ex- follows a the straight path. Yeah. Okay. They're propelled out of the out of the uh, bomber bay of the ship. Yeah. But I'm okay with not knowing. Like some- I'm actually even okay with not knowing because even in the original trilogy we've talked about, we no one knows who the fuck the emperor is or who where he's from or. Why he is the emperor? He, they don't know his name's Palpatine. They don't know anything. They don't even say Darth Sidious. The entire fucking films. They don't say Darth Sidious. They don't say Palpatine. They not say in the nothing. Original trilogy. I no. know, but he has three names, and you get his his title. You don't even get his name. Yeah. Where is he from? And you actually only see him on screen in Episode Six. Right. 
I heard this cra- this crazy idea where I'd like to think that Snoke is more of a uh, like an entity, not necessarily like how Palpatine he he tried to keep everything secret. You know, he didn't want anybody to know what the Sith was doing, and he kind of tried to make everything real political and stuff. But I like to think that Snoke was just kind of like putting everything out there. Like he he was fine with everybody knowing what the Sith was and that there was a Force, and that. He was, it was kind of just making sure everybody knew what was really going on because he was this like different entity where he could uh, possess other people and stuff like that. Like he, he, instead of having Luke be the only person that made the decision to try to kill uh, Kylo, that he was instead possessed by, you know, Snoke because he was super powerful. He could, uh, you know, show himself in other areas he could telepathically talk to a lot of people like i like the idea of having snoke be this almost like uh what are they called wills like in in the jedi there's the will that's kind of like a god type character you guys read the books i don't read the books (laughs) i have never read a book actually i've heard of the wills i know there's a journal of the wills Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know the details of it though no i think that's that's interesting that you say that uh, and like how he's not shy about force sensitives and using the force and having the force available. But because like even at the beginning of uh, eight where Hux, I'll take the call in my chambers and he shows up right then and there and then force crushes his fucking face into the ground. There's so many troops right there and then drags him around and drags him around and makes him look like a bitch. But you think like, okay, outside of Darth Vader choking like one commander next to another, because you're going to die and you're going to take over. He choked like seven commanders. You're all dead. But (laughs) I'm saying like it wasn't open. Like there was probably 30, 40 people sitting there. Yeah. And you see this force shit happening and you, no one's like, what the fuck is happening? What is this? How does this work? Like they all know about it, Snoke. Yeah, like, it's very yeah, that's open. About right. It's an don't, open book. Don't piss them off. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I think it's interesting. I've never really thought about how he allows everybody else into the ways of the force. Like it's not a secret. I might just be holding on to an idea that we're going to get more information or something more in episode nine. You know, I'm, I, mean, I don't think we're going to get an explanation about uh, uh, Palpatine's uh, mentor, Plagueis. You know, mm-hmm. I still think we might get something out of that. Yeah, I, I, I think I've it. given up hope that I'm going to get that info in nine. But I do hope we get that info at some point. I hope we get a Snoke series of comics or a Snoke trilogy of books or something like that. I highly doubt we'll, there'll be a, a, a standalone trilogy of his own or a comic series of his own. I think he, if he's going to be portrayed in anything else, it's going to be he's going to take a place in like a Kylo thing where he's going to he's going to be Snoke is old as fuck. He has a lot of things to dish out before he even before Kylo Ren's even born. Because isn't it canon that Snoke was around for in the Clone Wars? We don't know. I don't know. I don't I think we know. That's a Jacob Weiss question or Shinobi. I know he's old as fuck, but we don't know exactly how old. But mm-hmm. like, I just, I think there's enough info about Snoke and he's powerful and mysterious enough and rich enough to start the first order that like, I think there's plenty of, of room there for content for when he was younger before episode seven. Well, with the large jump from six to seven. Yeah. How much so shit I want to fucking hear about it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I kind of think that he might not his that his story isn't over. That even and by the way, that scene that was like one of the coolest lightsaber scenes I've ever seen. Yeah, like yeah. there's so many things that I loved about that. Yeah, it's a unique uh, fight lightsaber style. Yeah, like form. 
Because you see, like, I've seen the prequels where it's all flash pizzazz or jumping around and everything, and it's complete opposite in the original trilogy. I felt like this was kind of in the middle where it's not uh, like a planned fight, but it kind of is. I mean, they work, we're working well together to make everything. It was just, it, it flowed so much more naturally mm-hmm. rather than like a, a, a design dance how it felt in their uh, prequels where everything has to go exactly right. Right, right, right. So yeah. I felt it, it was more natural and more realistic. I loved how violent it was. I mean, when he, when, when Kylo put the lightsaber through the mm-hmm. guy's head, I'm like, and, and, and in the back of my mind, I'm always thinking, like, they said the first uh, Disney movie to show blood was Finding Nemo. Like, the, really? like oh, yeah. And the fact that they could let like so something so violent happen for you know you know younger fans but older fans and I just really kind of enjoyed that it wasn't so baby after right. you know yeah. in their hands yeah well, Kylo decapitates a guy and then he drops the other guy in that fucking fan yep. that like spits him up yeah that's crazy no I uh, I, I Ray screams like Xena Warrior Princess dude and sets the curtain f- on fire fucking battle roar Woo, <laughs> baby. <laughs> I love it. riddle over here. Oh my god! No, I love it. I don't know what it is. It's it's like it's her reaction. It's just she's raw trained. emotion, exactly. And, yeah, and she's directing like her focus and her energy into one thing, and she's just letting it out. And you're like, holy shit, this chick's gonna cut my head off! <laughs> oh my god, this is awesome. <laughs> like that's what I would be saying as the Praetorian guard. I'd be like, this chick's gonna fucking saw me in half. Just like, give up. Just like, can I take you on a date? I please? can't wait. Stop. <laughs> can't wait till you Do kill you think me. They're gonna really push the uh, Kylo and Ray thing. Like, I, I honestly, I think they're gonna make them be a thing. I think it's gonna happen. I don't think they're gonna be lovers. I, I think they're gonna be connected some some way. Well, they're else. already connected. We know that. Yeah, I think they're gonna be lovers. I think it's. I think. <laughs> Um, I don't think it's going to be the end of the uh, Skywalker uh, lineage. I think it's going to continue. If you know what I mean, they're going to bang. If you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. I feel like there was a clear... So there's a connection, obviously. So that's people's first thought. It's a dude and a chick have a connection through the force. Like, of course, they're going to fall in love. But with what goes on in Snoke's throne room, Kylo tries to get her to... He talks shit to her about her parents and then tries to get her to rule the First Order with him. And then... Uh, you can see at the end when they're loading everybody on the Falcon, like they give a look to each other and she closes the door and like basically shuts them out right there because it's like, you're evil as fuck. Obviously I was wrong. So I don't know how, what they can do in the storyline for like him to come back from that and her to accept it. I remember when uh, I saw a girl go into a car with another guy at a bar and the very next night, you know, it was a different story. So there's always opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, I know if, that bar. If Ray and Kylo meet at a cantina, I think <laughs> things might be a little different. Um, I think the only way that they would become, or if there was like a relationship there, is if they had a common enemy. If somehow, some way in episode nine, they found something out that they're like, I'm going to need your help, Kylo. And he's like, God damn right. Because this enter big boss fucker is going to kill everything if we don't team up and it's gonna work well because it's the light and the dark finally coming together nope against some someone, psychotic or you should definitely call disney because someone needs to make that that star wars film yeah <laughs> i think that's a great idea i don't think we have time in episode nine for that to flesh itself Four or five out. hour movie that's fine i wish but they won't do that <laughs> i, I do own all these episode nine or like yeah i don't know 
There was also talk about part one, part two, like a that's Harry bullshit. Potter. That's seven. stupid. Then it's not episode nine anymore. Don't do that. It's episode yeah. nine and ten. Like that's stupid. Dude, they can do whatever fuck they want. And if so, if, like, if if part one and part two were the best Star Wars film of all time together, fucking do it all day. I'll buy four VHS cassettes to watch one fucking Star Wars film. Be like two Titanics. I mean, the possibility that Disney is going to make a movie in episode nine that will last uh, a, a decade. Like, how, how how much time do you think we're going to have between episode nine and ten? Like, they're well, going to they got to park. They're going to try to pump these things out. You know what I mean? Well, the question for me is, I don't know if they're going to make a ten. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been announced, so they might not make a ten. They may stop the entire main Skywalker thing at nine and then move into solely this spinoff trilogy and TV show area, which I'm cool with. You know, they, they, there's rumors about them making 10 because they sign people on for more movies after episode nine. I think they do that kind of as a default thing. Like in case we need to make 10, we want to make sure you can fucking do it. Mm-hmm. They don't have to worry about recasting or anything. I don't think it's a guaranteed episode 10. They could, JJ could very well close things off right here with episode nine. Kylo, if Kylo, the real, the real thing is Kylo. Cause like you said, He's the last Skywalker. The Skywalker saga could potentially continue. He's the last one. So if he doesn't die, then like... There's going to be an aha moment. There's got to be like the biggest force mindfuck. That's not even going to be a reveal. No one's going to be related to anybody. It's going to be like a realization on a human level, like an emotional level that light side, dark side, it's all just labels that we give each other based on on our... uh, experiences based on of our decisions. Like, you say I'm an, an evil snake or whatever the fuck, but Luke Skywalker tried to cut me in half when I was taking a fucking nap. And you, I'm evil? Why don't you go talk to your fucking master and yell at him? From a certain point of view. From a certain point. And that's what, that's the whole thing that ties everything from a certain point of view. Luke is we we just have like... light side, dark side, but it is just the force. Like a quiet, like Qui-Gon Jinn said, it's the living fucking force. Well, however you manipulate or use it now you're just labeled dark side well because i choked a fucker lucas, he was about to kill me lucas solved all of his problems with that line he did but i think it could be something very very simple mm-hmm. like that where do you want this no where kylo <laughs> realizes something like that like there is it's not light and dark it's just the force and i'm gonna make a decision based on that like i feel like he tried to prove himself to snoke to be dark side, to be evil by killing Han Solo. But you could see he didn't really want to. Well, think about... I don't feel you have anything to chime in right here. Eric Sylvie. Well, when you were saying that, like, I, I mean, I, I might have a, a brain fart right now. Like, as far as we were... Uh, Ahsoka, her being more of that kind of... She kind of sees that there's wrongful sides on both like she was accused of murder that was that whole thing where mm-hmm. she kind of started not trusting the jedi and stuff like that <laughs> he's, like, he's allergic <laughs> to uh, good I'm points allergic to, uh... i kind of i kind of feel like ray and kylo are seeing that as well they were they both had you know mentors that were kind of pushing that same idea and that the idea that kylo and ray are going to have is that yeah there's there is no True light and dark. Both sides have, you know, blood on their hands in a certain way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that 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 might be the aha moment is that we yeah. we no longer have this time, you know, you know, you know, 
every single story is you know good versus bad we might actually have a a, a different story to tell after this you know where it's like the great jedi isn't canon right that's not, not a real thing no not really but well the fact that I like the uh, idea uh, of the it. fact that ahsoka is canon it, it, it i mean it's it's borderline i don't think she's like labeled a gray jedi but it's right. kind of what she is um but what you were saying was tying into what i was thinking is that kylo is on the dark side and follows snoke because you know he was trained by luke and back then that's what he thought too light and dark there's like two sides to everything so like if he's not going to be with luke and be a jedi obviously he's going to follow snoke's teachings and be on the dark side but like this where did this get him all of his plans still fail. Even though Snoke's dead, he still didn't get what he was after. So maybe, like, so Ray got all this knowledge dropped on her from Luke while she was on the island. So maybe it's time for Kylo to get some knowledge, some knowledge from, from Ghost Anakin to come I, back and talk I, shit to I him. Think, I think Kylo got what he wanted, though. Like, he, he, Snoke was this person in power that was standing in his way and could, you know, tear him apart from galaxies away. Like, he technically had the opportunity to take him out. And if he really is dead, then he did. Like now, Kylo takes over. Like that's kind of the way it is. I think. You know the, I, mean? I think the like question he actually got there, what he wanted. Yeah. Well, I think the question there is like, what's his end motive? Like, I don't know if I don't know to if I picture. What his grandfather did. Yeah. See, I want to know. I want them to flesh that line out more. Well, when I, when I watch Kylo on screen, I don't get the impression that he's a guy that wants complete control over the galaxy and wants to rule stuff. You I don't. I don't think that was his motive. So that's why I wonder, like. If I think, what do you think? I'm sorry, the um, to bring balance that was in it, right? Because, um, yeah, it was technically you know Anakin's destiny, you know, it's not like maybe that's what he's seeing. Maybe when we think that he's trying to you know finish what Darth Vader did, which was helping Palpatine and controlling the galaxy, he's actually talking about what originally the the prophecy was for Anakin. Yeah, I guess it's a question of what he means right there by finish what you started. To make things the way we want them to be. That's what it is. No, there's going to be... So the issue is... But what did... Episode it, 7 it was the map, the map for Skywalker. We need the map, the map. Because I got to kill him because he, he was a fucker. And then in episode 8, even though he didn't kill him, he killed him. He killed him. He killed Snoke. Luke killed himself by, uh, by expending by, by effort. By fucking to... around with Kylo. I mean, he ended up dead. So... Now, powerful light, powerful dark. They're both dead. Now we all have is Ray, who's innocent as fuck. She doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. She's just strong. And Kylo, who's just awry. Like, he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing either. I'm curious about that, man. Like, if they know about this balance between the light and the dark. Like, Snoke knows that Kylo comes to power and something is going to increase in power enough to balance that out and to match it. He says in the movie, he thought it was going to be Skywalker, but here we go. It's Ray. I don't know where I was going with what I was fucking saying. The Last Jedi. I'm, my mind's like all over the place right now. Well, it's interesting also, like, even though Luke says, I will not be the Last Jedi, and it goes right to Rey. Lifting rocks. <sighs> well, the, oh, my, oh, oh, oh. I know what I was going to say. If, if Snoke realizes that the light and the dark balance themselves, and he knows that as he trains Kylo, somebody else is going to come along and balance that, what is their motivation for when they, they thought it was Luke... What was their motivation for killing Luke? If you just kill him and then somebody else is going to rise up and and then fight you then, like well, what are they thinking they're going to do? That's because going. Snoke said that. Like the there was dialogue before where Snoke says that uh, Luke is the last hope 
Like he he wanted to destroy Luke for some reason, but we never found out why. But he specifically said that Skywalker has to die. That I'm interested to see how it all ties together with the Knights of Ren. Because I have if I don't see some Knights of Ren shit in episode nine, I will be very upset. Oh yeah, they they've casted uh, six or seven individuals. The question is, is will they be talking parts or will they just be, you know, we'll just get to see flashback? Them. Yeah, we'll see. But I, I do, I I do really feel like we need some explanation because I think so many questions. Kylo and Snoke are tied together. Be through the Knights of Ren. Whether the Knights of Not Ren necessarily. were Not well, necessarily. Well, it was it was Snoke that turned our sound to the dark side. And he's the master or the leader of the Knights of Ren. Yeah, but they don't have to. They're not connected through the Knights of Ren. The Knights of Ren could be not, a separate thing. I'm not saying that. You just literally Snoke, said that. I'm not saying Snoke was a member of the Knights of Ren. No. But I'm thinking Snoke turned Kylo and Kylo got this group of fucks together because Kylo's naturally charismatic. I think it's the other students that he fucking... You know, that's kind Wait, of interesting he, that I said. Didn't he turn to the dark side because Luke Skywalker tried to kill him in his sleep? Well, it was a combination of things. I think that, was the, point that was the main moment. Like, Kranich in the main moment was Padme might die. But there's a bunch of other shit that's going on in his mind in the background that, like, they all, yeah, all kind of culminate. Chose him as a- right, right, right. Yeah. So for Kylo, I think that Snoke had his fingers in Kylo. <laughs> I've never. I'm, I'm going to turn this PG-13 off. PG thirteen now. Snoke. <laughs> Snoke was getting into Kylo's head longer or earlier than we thought, and then like Luke senses that, tries to kill him in the middle of the night, and then that's kind of what does it for Kylo. And he he finally switches. Was it mentioned that like Snoke was one of the trained? I want to know how Snoke and Luke. Were you just talking shit about me? I want a fucking Snoke book and shit. Look, this is what I'm talking about. That's the whole reason we're cool. here is because of that shit. But I'm I'm interested to see how because even though okay, like obviously there's got to be a connection between Kylo and Snoke, and there's our deeper connection. Yeah, but like Snoke and Leia, have they ever met? Do they know each other? Because she she talks she to Han episode seven. She talks to Han in episode seven. Like, yeah, it was Snoke. You remember and, him? We met him. Blah blah blah. Yeah, and Han has to know who he is too because she casually says it was Snoke. Like, not Supreme Leader Snoke of the First Order. She's just like, it was Snoke. What if it was some crazy shit where Kylo caused Snoke's face or face fucked? No, I think they said that that was... Um, the dark side. <laughs> I don't know. Ugh. There's so much good stuff. And that's that's why, even though if, if 8 wasn't the most smooth movie or if you, it missed you on a lot of different points... It's so watchable because there's so much there. There's mm-hmm. so much content. There's so much that happens, but nothing's answered. And that's why I think a lot of people were upset about it because it, it not only doesn't answer a lot of the questions from seven, but it brings up more questions and it's, and it just kind of leaves you. And you're like, I'm okay with that for a middle of a trilogy. Though. Exactly. Exactly. It does have a weird ending. Well, it has a perfect ending at the same time because everybody's on a Falcon, Chewy. And we have everything we need, as Leia says. As far as the poetry thing of like some episodes of Star Wars feeling similar to each other, I did get a vibe of Return of the Jedi through a lot of this movie. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but I got like a... They threw episode five and six into the same pot and we got The Last Jedi. Oh yeah, there's many points in that. Like when Snoke forced... 
throws Ray over to the window and she's looking through that thing. I'm like, all right, episode six. Look at your feeble friends. And, and I didn't say like, that to make like too much of a comparison. Like I'm okay with that. No, yeah. I just mean that sitting with it for a while, I get that it's the middle of a trilogy, but there was a lot of moments watching it for the first like two or three times where I'm like, this feels like the end of a trilogy for a second. Well, it's a new beginning. It's the middle though. <laughs> it does feel like the end, but that's how it's supposed to feel. It's like, it's the last who I'm confused, Ryan. <laughs> that's why this sucks. No, interesting. I mean, I can remember the ending and I remember it being a little boy being able to force grab his broom. Broom <laughs> Everyone can be a Jedi. Do you guys feel that that's cool? Like, yeah. did you like the midichlorian, like you got to be born with the type thing? Or maybe it's, it still sits in both, you know, categories. A little I, bit of both, yeah. I I think that's the whole point of Star Wars. Like we look at Anakin Skywalker. He was a nobody from nowhere. With with not, he didn't even have a dad. Like, you, and he's the strongest being of all time. <laughs> and we look at Ray, a nobody from nowhere, and he doesn't. And, and, you know, she doesn't even. She's not even the chosen one. She's a nobody, <laughs> and gets reminded every fucking step of the way. But she still makes it happen because of who she is yeah. and her her morals almost. That's what I'm saying. Like it's, I feel like Nine's gonna break down into a moral battle, a very yeah. human moral emotional battle. Yeah, I very much like that. It's it's moving on to a trend of it's not about where you come from; it's about what you do. Mm-hmm. I think Ray's the main character establishing that, and I think the little little quick cameo with the broom kid is like the force is. <laughs> in every little inch of the galaxy. Like it just, it's up to somebody to make one choice to become who they were meant to be. I think that kind of fills out that destiny part of the, oh, yeah. of the saga. I'm super cool with that type of like idea. You know what yeah. I mean? We, we, we can go back to the, the thing we were saying before. These are for kids, mm-hmm. like, like instilling those type of morals and those type of ideas in children, I think is hundred percent positive. It's good. Mm-hmm. Do what's right. And you're not going to be, uh, your face will be fine. <laughs> Don't be a complete ass. Don't be a complete asshole or your face will melt. Get deformed. Yeah. (laughs) If you're a bad guy, you'll get ugly real quick. Yeah. Plus, do you know what kind of pressure you have running the goddamn empire? You don't want that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't aspire to be president, children, because it sucks. Just go out and beat thugs (laughs) up. That's all you need to do. (laughs) You're fine. Uh, So next movie in the line of what you thought about Star Wars would be uh, would be Solo be solo actually i i went uh to downtown disney and i got to see solo in may at like the premiere and they had the 501st down there and everything so and they were kind of like just kind of like just guys hanging out because that's what the 501st does yeah 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 they do a lot of charity work and stuff they get to be a part of the uh disney uh parade every uh i think what is it i forgot when it is but it's their dis their star wars days there oh may 4th probably may 4th May the fourth be with you. <laughs> but uh, I definitely enjoyed it more so because I got to learn about a story that I-, I knew about, a friendship that I knew about, but I didn't really get to see the way it played out, mm-hmm. like the way the way they did the uh, the cage scene and the, the the them getting to meet in the mud. I like I I really enjoyed a lot of it, but I did I I didn't like the main uh, I forgot his name now. He plays Vision. But the the main bad guy I didn't really like so much. Dryden, Dryden Voss. Oh yeah, Paul Bettany. Yeah, Paul Bettany, Paul Bettany. And uh, there were certain times where I just didn't understand the reasoning between 
uh, the reasoning of some of the 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 like he kills the uh, Woody Harrelson's character. Like I I just really wasn't ready for that. I kind of thought there might be more to it, but I understand we're trying to show more of a uh, that Han Han shoots the first. <laughs> yeah, like, no, and I, I get I, that. I like that because Beckett tries to teach him something, but Han doesn't understand it until it, he witnesses it. Beckett's mm-hmm. like, don't trust anybody. And I was like, okay, but he don't really understand that lesson until you walk up to the throne room and then Beckett double crosses you and tries to mm-hmm. get away with shit. Mm-hmm. And then he finally, like, it finally settles in and then he goes and, hey, listen. But that's also, maybe that, maybe that's a huge character arc that we were just talking about with Han Solo. Like, he finally gets it. Don't trust anybody, even though that he made a difference and helps people out. Like, he gets to Tatooine and finds Ben Kenobi and he's talking about all the space shit and he's like, Dude, just, just I'm, I'm trying to fucking get some money. Yeah. I'm not going to help you out. You're going to fuck me over just like Beckett did. Right. No, I know. I think that's, uh, I think it adds. It adds to like, it, if you can make episode four better, do it. Like episode four sucks. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But uh, no, I, I think it's awesome that the fact that you can make a character film, that's all it was. You're learning about Chewbacca, Lando, and Han. I am a huge fan of, We've talked about this in various universes. I love the lore and the building of the universe itself. So any chance Star Wars has to make something that fills in all these gaps and gives us more info on a character or something like that, I'm all about it. That's interesting you say that, though, because it's like, I don't want new stuff. Just fill in what we're missing. No, no, I like both. (laughs) I like both. I know. I'm not a fucking asshole fan like most people. I honestly believe the, the big aha moment for me was the uh, L337. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that she is a uh, quote unquote woke robot being able to free <laughs> other robots. And then she gets downloaded into the, the Millennium Falcon. Kind of like her consciousness is there. Yeah, That means that every all the thing like it's almost like the Millennium Falcon was dubbed a character. You know, yeah, it was, like, yeah, it was a personality side of it. So, therefore, everything that happened in the past and everything we saw with Luke and Han, like it, the, the things happened because you know L three three seven seven had this like liberation mindset. You know, they, she was a the the Millennium Falcon is just as much a Resistance member as anybody else. Yeah. That's funny you say that. Yeah, it gives it gives the Falcon a personality, like yeah. an actual personality. So when you like try to turn it on and it goes and he smacks it at L3's like bitch I don't feel like going today <laughs> yeah I think it's funny that like Han has the finesse to pilot it but a lot of times it fails him and I'm just picturing L3 is like you know you're not Lando I'm gonna fuck around right now and <laughs> no. shut this thing down while we're you're... going where yeah. uh-huh. not today <laughs> oh, you think we'll so funny nine will have a uh, land uh, for uh, Billy D Williams you think he's been confirmed Ooh. yeah yeah. Oh really? It's yeah. been confirmed. Yeah. See, unfortunately, I know about the stupid ass photos, but not unfortunately. That. What the how are you talking about? You goddamn! If they bring him on just to kill him off, I've had enough. <laughs> like even though I want him to be killed off, it's just like I don't need to see it happen on screen. Just so like okay, original trilogy character killed off another one. Like I don't. If it makes sense and it's like a heroic thing, I guess I'm okay with it. But don't do a, a solo. We'll bring him on, make him important, and we'll kill him off because we need to get rid of him. If we don't do it now, he'll live on forever. I understand what you mean and why you're worried about that. I don't think they don't, have to do that. Don't take up episode nine, Ray screen time, Kylo screen time. There's a lot Lando. to wrap up. Yeah, yeah. 
I yeah. would I would really be curious to see an, uh, a Kylo and Lando interaction. Well, yeah, because like that basically his uncle. Yeah, yeah, and I would like a or his godfather, wonder, whatever the hell you want to call it. First off, like, motherfucker, you killed my best friend. Yeah, we need to see Chewie kill Kylo or Kylo kill Chewie. That's what I've been hearing a lot of. It's like if Kylo dies in Episode Nine, like Chewie should kill him. I don't think that'll happen. I think Chewie raised him since he was a child. I don't. I don't believe Chewie would do that. I disagree. I think Chewie is too good of a. I almost said person. Too good of a Wookie. Too good of a Wookie. Yeah, but at his core, like he loves Han, but at his core, he's like, I don't know. I feel like he's a savage. Didn't he rip someone in half in Solo? Yeah. Hey, what are you doing? Yes, he ripped his <laughs> ripped their arms off. <laughs> oh yeah, know, man. Just, yeah. We got to see what happens if you. Uh, if you don't let the Wookiee win. If you yeah. upset a Wookiee. Yeah. I don't know, man. There's some sacrifices that need to be had in 9, and we've talked about it. The Falcon needs to go, maybe. R2 or C3PO, <laughs> maybe. Like, there's got to be some major never shit. Go. They're never going. There, there has to be some guaranteed sacrifices. Falcon, maybe. <laughs> that was your first thing. No. It's like, hey, I kind of don't want anything to die, actually. It's, so it's, let's just keep uh, living on the past. It's... I know what you mean. Uh, the Falcon doesn't have to die in my. The respect. Falcon needs to fucking die. No, no, no. It's old and no, 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 it was a piece stop, of shit stop, when stop, it was stop, new. No, no. The phrasing is I don't want the Falcon and 3PO and R2 to die. I just don't need to see them ever again. You can leave them at episode nine and I never have to see them in a movie unless it's like a fucking R2 origin story. The issue is that's what people want to see is no, the end of the characters that they created. Luke run around and cut AT-ATs up with the lightsaber. I'd actually be down for that too. I want to see C-3PO and R2 on Tatooine again. And they're, they're, they're just, they got two lawn chairs and they're just lounging <laughs> and they have whatever the equivalent of a Star Wars Mai Tai is. And they're just, they're just like, Hey, wasn't that, wasn't that a crazy adventure? I can't do a terror. I do a terrible C-3PO. That was really bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't do it either though. <laughs> I'm, I'm a bitch. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, that would be funny because about tying things up. I mean, episode four starts with them. So it's very true. What they're just hate walking that, off into the would, distance. Yeah. Come on, three PO. They've always been the so homer of this, of you know, oddity. I'm saying Odyssey. You know, like they're they're the storytellers. They they're they're present. They're in in so many different forms, and they're just there, just observing. And I think they're going to stay that way. Mm -hmm. You know. You know. I okay. So after thinking about it, it, it could be a cool ending because. They are kind of innocent bystanders. Like they're droids. They've been programmed to do a certain thing from certain people. But yeah. at the end of the day, they could be like the last ones there. Whatever. It could be some crazy battle and everyone dies. And then what's left is 3PO to tell the story of what the fuck happened. You know. I hate that. To, but... to, move, to move that forward. Because they I don't like it. I like that idea. It's where it's like at the very end of it all, like 3PO is the one that has to tell this whole epic. Mm -hmm. you know, he, was, he was white, though. It would be <sighs> R2. I think R2 would be the one. Yeah. That's fine to think about. I don't want to see it on screen. Well, let's just assume the, <laughs> let's assume the Porgs are involved because that why else would they put them on screen? Like the Porgs helped defeat the, the First Order. For example, in episode six... Where he was telling the story to the Ewoks. Yeah. Something like that, where it's an indigenous species that don't really know anything. And, and C-3PO is like, well, let me tell you the story Porks of... Porks aren't sentient. They could... They're well, not. They're Porks penguins. Sensitive. <laughs> they're penguins. They're space Ewoks penguins. Ewoks are sentient. Porgs are not. Hey. 
anyway, like that's that's cool to think about. Like, yes, C three PO and R two have been through the whole thing with everybody since day one. But I don't want to, like, you know how the ending of the fucking Godfather was, where like dude was sitting in the chair, like thinking back on everything that happened, and then had a heart attack. Like, if C three PO does that at the end of episode <laughs> nine, heart attack. I, I would that would I would kill myself. That'd be the worst thing ever. Just as motivator goes out and just, <laughs> just like just, oh, powers shit. down. Oh, they don't make that part anymore. You're you're fucked. <laughs> God, yeah, I, I do not want to see that on screen. No, it's just it's a nice thought, but no, please. I I'm not sure they're going to have a hard ending, and they can't because they you have to leave the door open to something. Yeah, to go forward, whether it's the end of the Skywalker story, always leave it open. You have to leave it open because it it's got to continue. Think about what Lucas has done 14 times. Like you could just say Skywalker saga is over at nine, and then 15 years from now. Episode 10, here we go. Skywalker. They could just explain it off. Like, no one would care. Like, everyone would be like, yes, more Star Wars, please. So, yeah. Always the possibility of a of a reboot. I think it, it's time. It's time to end the Skywalkers. That's a I whole agree, fucking thing. I it's possible that they won't. I don't think it's going to happen, I think. You think it's the opposite where, like, Ray is going to end up? I think we're... I think, especially from what I've, I I took from episode eight, is that we are now watching a Ray and Kylo courting session, and they're going to... Rom-com. Like, they've, they've been able to talk to each other in the same room. Like, that's a, that's a super strong force ability, you know? Yeah, it is. See, that we were also discussing, like, does... does Kylo know that's happening. Like, I know he in eight where he's like, uh, why is the force bridged us? Blah, blah, blah. But when Snoke says you feeble fucks, I bridged your minds <laughs> and it shows Kylo. He kind of just looks up and he doesn't look surprised though. He just kind of looks up and says, or he, you could see like in his mind, he's like, I, I knew it was you. Like I, I, and I played along. I feel like Kylo is more aware. Where we where, give him credit for. Yeah. But Ray is so like, Resistance, resist. Yeah, Leia. And then Ray's Kylo's just like just, Luke. He's just, she's just happy dancing from occasion to occasion. Yeah, yeah. She's, she hasn't made a decision yet. They left it ambiguous. Well, they left it ambiguous that Kylo. That do look. Think, do you think Ray as a character is also super into the resistance too, as much as she's because she was just kind of thrown into it as well. Like, or is she just kind of going with the flow because she's 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 experienced this thing that she never did before and that. She still has more to learn about it, you know? I think she has that naive feeling that Luke had in episode four. Yeah, but she gets picked up and goes with the good guys and does that. Episode eight drops bombs on her where I think she really needs to sit back and think about like what's going on, what the sides look like. There's obviously more to Kylo than you originally think, even though you helped him out and then he still tried to like recruit you to be his number two. There's still more depth there than just good guys, bad guys. Well, it's finally that door's open. Yeah. For, how, for how dumb that sounds, like it's almost like the evil character and the hero are get to discuss things and understand things personally. I mean, they're in each other's minds and understanding things that good guys and bad guys should not be able to. What is that? You kind are you of going through a car crash? Hurricane? Right are you getting no. your vehicle oh, washed? This is an airplane. That's just an airplane. Oh, you're so right. Like you're making me enjoy this movie so much more where it's like we don't get to see that sort of thing. We don't get to see Cobra Commander sit down with G.I. Joe and Duke and talk this shit out. Like, yeah. that's right. That's a fantastic thing that we get to experience now. And this 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 level of storytelling is definitely different than what we've seen before. But 
I'm a piece of shit for trying to hate it. It's, it's well, <laughs> it's not that okay because as a film, you could look at it as, as a film, you could look at it as a Star Wars film, you could look at it as a Star Wars story. Like there's there's different ways of there's perceiving levels, this. Man. But, yeah, but I do think that's in an interesting, and it, it makes Ray more interesting and Kylo because you get to see each other's thoughts and ideas. And Kylo's not just 100 percent pure like evil this is why i love there's Kylo. a reason he became this way and luke is actually the the main good guy is the one of the main reasons he fell to the dark side so it's like the, the waters are finally muddied it's not so clear cut and dry oh the big demon black guy helmeted crushed death person he's the bad guy and then Obviously. luke skywalker farmer who's who can't he, uh, good guy yeah now it's finally I'm a nobody. He's actually a bloodline, but uh, I, I think that also it lines up with where movie making and where storytelling is in 2018. I yeah. mean, if you watch the evol- uh, the evolution, yeah. that's what I was about to say. The evolution of uh, the MCU, Infinity War is a story about Thanos, and Thanos is the main character in that movie, and he's the protagonist in that movie, and he succeeds. Well, even like, if you think of where we are now, is like it's not the 1970s good versus bad, yeah, and it's not the prequels like insane action everywhere like we're in this state where the 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 water well, the waters are muddied like you said and i think that's the perfect place for the uh the sequel trilogy of star wars to be right now well it's just like game of thrones like we we have bad guys good guys but at this at the very core of it people are doing what they need to do to either better themselves better the situation or like the lannisters like a lot of people don't like the lannisters but from their point of view, we're in power and people are trying to take over our fucking stuff. Like, why would I not kill you? What are you doing? From a certain point of view. From a certain point of view. And that's why you I like this. Stannis, though. Stannis, no way. Stannis is not the manis. No. Stannis, he's just a fucking boring ass bitch. No, it's Ramsey. He's true evil. Ramsey's uh, true evil. Oh, yeah. I'm just talking about Stannis. Yeah, like, no knows. one Ramsey's wants to... just is just a product of his own environment, you know? That's like, true. when you grow up with a... It's like, what's our flag, daddy? Oh, it's a flayed man uh, crucified <laughs> on, a, on a stick. Upside like, down. Upside down. <laughs> but Stannis, Stannis, like, knowingly... And now we're going into Game of Thrones talk. But uh, he knowingly killed his own daughter just because That's he true. thought that the, uh, the, the sexy red lady said it would be true. St- Stannis is a boring yeah. bitch, dude. He's sexy, sexy red, red lady. lady. <laughs> sexy, sexy red lady. Red lady. The great tits, but also terrible boobed red lady. But also 3,000-year-old wetch. Dusty. She reminds me of uh, The Shining, the lady. You know <laughs> oh, what I'm talking about? Yeah, don't say yeah, that. Who's yeah, sexy, yeah, yeah, yeah. but then she turns. She's like a soggy corpse. I no, I don't want... No. Ugh. I'll take, I'll take Melisandre without the amulet any day. That was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> it was real, man. What? Yeah, dude. No one no one wants to rally behind Stannis, man. He's boring. Oh, It's like, what are we doing today, King? We're going to take over everything. Why? Well, because I'm the king. Oh, okay, well, that's great. Great reason. <laughs> what else are we doing? I'm, one, I'm the one true heir. And, and, and look. Look at how my my my, uh, my sexy red lady uh, creates shadow demons out of her vagina. It's fantastic. <laughs> we have the power. We that's have a lot of work and like nine months of waiting and build up for one thing. The shadow stabbed Renly and then died. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of work for one thing. And no, Phasma came in and killed off three or four guards. That's true. Mm -hmm. I like how we're using her Star Wars name (laughs) for... (laughs) Like, they all all fit. They all... all, It's all the same person. I want Peter Dinklage in episode nine. Who was the uh, recent... Who played Pip in uh, Lord of the Rings? 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know his actual actors. Anymore. I thought it was uh, said today, released that he was going to be in episode nine. Really? Yeah. Either it was him or the other. What's his brother? Pip and, and Mary. They're not brothers. They're cousins, I think. I never knew that. I think they're cousins. Yeah, they have different last names. Fuck. Stop <laughs> hitting the table. I've never. I never thought about Pip and Mary's last name. I always assumed they were brothers. It's Mariadoc Brandy Book and Pip and Took. Uh, let's see what we can find here. Yeah, Lost Star Dominic Monaghan. That's uh, yeah. Mary, I think. I get him all. Reunites with J.J. Abrams for Star Wars Episode Nine. That could be interesting. It could be very interesting. I hope he's uh, raised. What are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I saw that uh, right, like on my way over here. Mary. Yeah, Mary. Uh, yeah. Anyways, they're they're bringing a lot of a lot of uh, actors in for this. I'm I wonder excited, how long. Man. I assume I'm, this is going to be the longest film. I'm beyond geeked. We got to wait so so much. Longer. I think I saw a tweet. It was like 475 days. Can't wait that is, long. Is the uh, is the uh, Ben Solo film? I'm sorry. Is the uh, Obi Wan Kenobi <laughs> film still on? Wishful thinking, right there. Um, I don't know. It hasn't been officially announced by anything. I heard, I heard that there that ever since it was from what the back not backlash but like the backlash. the bad numbers they got from Solo that they might just be doing it but not saying they're doing it you know yeah there was a it's always tough to tell a hundred percent like I don't think Lucasfilm has uh, released a statement about this and I apologize if I'm wrong I don't follow the news that tightly but like a rumor site said this and then ABC News who was owned by Disney said that. You don't really know exactly what's happening. I think it was all it, it was all fake. Yeah, the fact that they everything was put on hold. Yeah, I don't think any of that was true. But Boba Fett and Kenobi have both been speculated and like in talks, but not one hundred percent. Like until until Lucasfilm gives it a release date, I don't really consider it, you know, actually happening. Right. There's but so much. We still got Ryan Johnson's trilogy. We got the Game of Thrones guys trilogy, and we have Favreau's TV series with. There was actually a, a picture from uh, Instagram. Favreau was at Luke, uh, Skywalker Ranch working on stuff. He, he was talking with Dave Filoni. So who knows what that means about the the Favreau TV series? But that's going to be fucking psycho. Who? What kind of story would you want to see from the the Boba Fett solo film? Like what? I would love to see. Well, so a lot of people want it to be post six, knowing that Boba Fett survives. Yep. Yeah. And uh, that that was that that uh, bounty hunter series where he gets he tries to get in touch with his daughter. Boba Fett's daughter is supposed to be like in some trouble or something, and he tries to go save her. And also, he's deteriorating, so he's trying to hunt down the Kaminoans yep. to get a cure for the clone uh, regeneration stuff. It's yep. all legend stuff, but it's pretty interesting. But I'm that down. makes sense because he like he's living longer than that. But he he ages. He's normally, unaltered. Right? Yeah, he's an he's unaltered, unaltered clone. Yeah, but so he, he, yeah. He could take some fucking serum. Yeah, because they made something to make the clones age faster. So he is speculating that they could change it and do the opposite. Do the opposite. live longer. Yeah. I don't mean to like interject, but that, like he's he doesn't have that. Boba Fett doesn't have that. He's unaltered. He is untouched. Yeah, yeah but, but that's why he like in that in that legend story he was looking for the uh, this, the Lamasu technology that Not did Lama that. Fuck, what's it? But he was looking to reverse it instead yeah. of aging faster he was looking to reverse their serum I don't know I everyone's don't... 85 in that fucking story like I'm okay with that not being canon anymore yeah. <laughs> everyone's also, a grandpa 
you know what's weird is I don't know if a Boba Fett standalone film would be that great. Because I think part of the lore of Boba Fett is he's not in anything. And you just see snippets of badassery and then he's gone. Like he's not a part of the Empire. He's not a he's not really a part of the good guys or bad guys. Like he's for hire. That's why it'd be if so the, interesting. If the if the rebellion just had more money, he would easily just sign up with them. He doesn't give a fuck. Like I, I don't know. It's interesting to put him like in all the video games. He's always on the bad side, but he does. He's not like motivated by. All right. So the rumor for the Boba Fett movie came out <laughs> the afternoon before Solo released. As it came out, I could see myself saying like, I don't really care much about Boba Fett. I love the clones, but at the same time, like Boba Fett's story as a bounty hunter, like whatever. After seeing Solo, the drop with Maul. The whole thing about the different crime syndicates, I could definitely see a Boba Fett film being made now. And it maybe it's not only about Boba Fett. Maybe it's a bounty hunter film that includes all those people. Well, and that, maybe that was also like part of Solo it. and Chewie make a cameo because they've run into each other before. Like yeah. that's why it's not much, it's not so much about Boba Fett origin story or whatever anymore as it is about Boba Fett's part in involvement, this, like crime trilogy or something that could happen potentially between episode three and four. I like that though, having Boba Fett having that kind of like Mass Effect Renegade style where he'll do anything just to survive. And and if surviving means he causes something bigger to happen, you know, so be it. And and but like that, that's probably the where they're gonna go with that character where it's like he he doesn't care about good or bad. The fact that, that what he does just kind of causes something to happen and also has him come out looking like the good guy, but not necessarily him thinking that way. This is a fantastic story. I, I'm definitely down to see that. Interesting. I'm for it. Uh, any more Star Wars films? Dude, I'm fucking for it. Yeah, that's a hard thing to say. Even I shit on DC, but next DC film that comes out, I'm going to go see it in theaters. Guaranteed. When is the next uh, one? I'll come in. Yeah. I'm seeing it. Guaranteed. I really Jason like uh, Shazam, man. Gosh. Dude, the trailer was perfect. Yeah, that looked awesome. Perfect. I, I, they, they should go back in time and have Shazam be the first DC film ever put out before, <laughs> you know, Batman versus Superman or before uh, the the Superman one. Like, definitely, definitely should have done that. I got to rewatch the, uh, the Man of Steel and the other one because... I just I, I I'm assuming I didn't like it because I'm not a Superman fan. But was it a great film? I don't know. I have to rewatch it. I do need to rewatch that one too. I do like the badass uh, overlapping where Man of Steel. Or was it the second one? There was two of them, right? Two Superman films. There was only one. If you count, yeah. But I see. <laughs> he won't even say it. It's like fucking Voldemort. Um. No, I like how they overlap where Bruce Wayne is watching the Man, end of the Man, Man of Steel. The end yeah. of Man of Steel. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's so I need I need more of that in Star Wars. I'll jizz over Batman vs. Superman every day. I don't give a shit. People can get, hate me all you want. I love that movie. One of my favorite Batman movies, easily. It's it's awesome. Really? It's yes. a, yeah, I, I agree. I love it. I I, I was watching it, and, and the second that ending happened, where it was just the fact that it was his mother's last name, was like the reason why Batman stops. Like I just didn't. There was a, there was oh, a lot of things. Martha. I, just didn't believe. <sighs> I get Why'd it. Why you say that name? Why'd you say that name? It's just one of those things which is a bad execution. Like, and that's happened in every single Star Wars movie, pretty much. 
Like the fact that he stops because they have this bond that he would never have thought about, but it happens to be his mom. And of course, all he's thinking about all the time are bats and his parents. Like, of course it makes sense. I just think it was poor execution. And the fact that he's like, has the voice changer and he's like, and then Superman's getting choked. He says, like, yeah, I get that. It's not that great to see, but as far as ruining the movie, nah, I don't think so. All right. Reason I like it. Reason I like it. Batman looks badass. He does fucking psychotic shit in that movie. He almost kills Superman, which is not supposed to happen, but it almost fucking does. He looks number like a two, demon. Number two, I'm not a big Superman fan. What does he look like? A weak bitch. Like he's on his knees crying on the top of a building. Like, to Lex Luthor. Like, uh, to Lex Luthor, which is awesome. Three, Wonder Woman's in it. Four. <laughs> no, I love I loved Wonder Woman. She's a fucking badass in that movie. And for that to be like the release of Wonder Woman, she kind of comes out of nowhere. And that's the one joke in the whole thing. I thought she was with you. Ah, that's hilarious. Let's get back to murdering things. That's true. That's, it is dark as fuck. The yeah. whole film is There's dark as fuck. There's not much comedic whatsoever. But, and, but it's almost like it's the perfect Batman that I want because he, yeah, while he can take down a Superman, he's also like... Um, Doomsday's right there. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go uh, fucking that way because I can't do shit. Right. And I'm gonna wait for my one time where I can shoot the fucking gas and slow him down, and that's gonna give uh, five. It's old Batman, and he's killing people. Yes. Six. Yes. He's killing people. Seven. He's killing people. <laughs> no, I I do like the brutality. And if you haven't seen the extended cut or the director's cut or whatever it is, that's the that's the only cut I watch. Extra brutal. Yeah, that's there the is, only cut I watch. Dude, he stabs that guy. It's in the three heart. hours long, man. He stabs a dude in the heart and then like yells at him and then twists it. I'm like, oh, oh, oh Batman's a badass. Oh my what, god. What turned you on more, Batman murdering or Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman from the midriff up. <laughs> midriff. <laughs> Did you watch the uh, animated version of uh, the Dark Knight Returns? Yes. Yes, where it's I like uh, older Batman. Yep. He takes on a young little uh, redhead girl as Robin. Yep. Uh, Kelly, I forgot her name. Something Kelly. I thought um, you were gonna say Kelly. Yeah, I but I love like, oh, how fuck. the second, the the beginning of the second half of that film has Batman undercover as a homeless man taking on a uh, Nazi woman with swastikas on her titties. Yep, I do remember that. <laughs> that is in a ca- cartoon for, for, for children to watch. And so I'm, I'm like, way well, to go. Part of it is, uh, there. <laughs> I think he was taking on um, a mutant gang. And yeah. one, no, of their, was, one of the their, part. like... That was the first part. Yeah, one of their, like, grunts was, like, this swastika tit lady. <laughs> I don't... Why, why don't you like DC? I don't understand. I don't know, but it's badass. <laughs> he was shooting people and... Oh, my God. It was, it was badass. <laughs> No, I'm I'm for it. I'm, I'm any more DC. Aquaman seems like a badass. I think, like I said, because it's happening underwater, I'm probably not going to love it. There's something about movies underwater I fucking hate. I can't stand it. I like Batman vs. Superman. I agree. You like Waterworld too? Kevin Costner? Waterworld is the oh. shit. What is Waterworld? Awesome. You never seen Waterworld? No. Oh my Bad guys God. just want to smoke cigarettes, Mopar. That's all they want to do. What? It's this post-apocalyptic thing where the world floods. Mm-hmm. And there's like a there's like barely well there's there's no land I guess they haven't seen land none at so all no land everything's at all. built why. on like rafts and like pirate ships and shit and it's Dennis Hopper the bad dude from Speed versus Kevin Costner the whole time and he's this weird dude that has like gills behind his ears so he can like breathe underwater and <laughs> how shit. recent is this I should not have even tried started to explain it oh my god it's, no, a, it's, a, a, mid, it's a mid it's a mid nineties movie. 
And there's this little Dude, girl so with good. the only map to it's Rio probably Land so bad. Yeah, and some chick has a map to Rio Land and he's trying to like get back and everybody's trying to hunt her down and he... Yeah. You need to watch it. Actually, if you, this is the problem with these old, old nostalgic motherfuckers. If you didn't see it back then, you try to watch it now, you're going to think that I tricked you. And uh, I think it's the opposite. Uh, it's a bad movie, but because you saw it 20 years ago, it's it sounds a great like you're movie. describing Star Wars. You're I right. disagree, though, because I uh, <laughs> was out at a, an older man. Uh, for some reason, I looked up. Uh, uh, this is how it started, and I promise you this is how it started. In Breaking Bad, the guy that plays Mike, yeah. he's a bald guy. Yep. He's in a movie called Buckaroo Banzai and the Fifth Dimension. It's referenced in Ready Player One. Oh, fuck. I haven't seen that yet. I haven't seen that yet it either. Started, I want to say it's Peter, Peter something. And it starts the, the, the guy that plays Robocop is the main guy, but it, the, the cast is, is huge. You have, uh, uh, Doc Brown. You, uh, you have, I forgot. Why can't I say his name? <laughs> you have, uh, Luke Skywalker. Uh, uh, Jeff Goldblum. You oh, have the shit. guy that voices <laughs> Mr. Krabs in it. And it's this insane eighties <laughs> movie where he's a secret agent, rock star, astrophysicist and he is, is absolutely insane and i i will say that it still holds up today and it is still fun to watch across the board nice we're looking for a I suggestion uh for our fanboy commentary so like any older sci-fi like badassery that's just really weird we'd love to uh hear some suggestions because there's we were looking what stop looking at me like that Hey, Matt Keegan. Welcome. <laughs> I see you. I'm, I see waiting, you I'm the... listening to you explain. You're the one talking now. I, I'd rather not. Eric walks out. <laughs> Eric talks. I look up here. You talk. I look over here. It's true. Yeah. I I don't know. Uh, you Christopher should Robin. Waterworld. I don't. Christopher guys, Robin. Has it, have you guys seen that? Robin was. He watched it. Dude, I watched it last what? night. Christopher Robin. Perfect movie I've ever seen. Disney doesn't fuck around. It's the exact movie that I wanted and needed. Fill in the blank. I don't know why people freaked out when Disney bought Star Wars. They don't fuck around. They do everything right. Uh, well, when they're talking about... I mean, think of what they had to do. It's a, like a real action movie based on a cartoon. Well, they've gradually been doing this. Right. They're gradually redoing everything as live action. But they fucking killed it in a great way. I was That's so happy with it. I was a, such a big Winnie the Pooh fan when I was a kid. I never gave a single fuck about him. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm not to like shit on it. Yeah. For, like that was your thing. Like, <laughs> He's I, like I love this as a child. I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I didn't care too much for Beast Wars back in the day either. But I know you like that. Like it doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't ruin it for you. No, it was a it was a great movie. It's it's cool because that's another thing that was like as you watched it, you just learn more about yourself. It's so. Like Pooh Bear is not to get all philosophical on it, but he's like the idiotic philosopher. Like there was one quote that he was talking to, and Ewan McGregor was in it, so and he was fucking perfect. Um, but like they were talking back and forth, and and uh, Christopher Robin was like, "I don't even know what to do or where to go." And Pooh Bear goes, "Well, how I get to where I'm going is I just walk away from where I've been." I'm like, "You son of a bitch." <laughs> That is the smartest and the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I heard somebody uh, describe that all the characters in Winnie the Pooh represented uh, like mental disorders in a certain way. Like Pooh is anxiety, the rabbit's OCD, 
et cetera, Tigger's et cetera. all hyper. I don't remember the rest of them. Yeah. And Eeyore is depression. Yeah. Eeyore's definitely Eeyore's depression. Definitely depression yeah. They play off each other so well. And it's 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 such a fun no, little kid like movie. No, I would like to see it. I mean, I'm, I don't give a, like. I don't, oh, I, you don't give a single bother about any of it. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking hilarious for some reason that I love it. Uh, no, I like, I don't. I don't shit on Disney movies. I'll go see it, no doubt. When I Toy Story 4 it. comes out, I will go see it and cry my eyes out the entire time. It's funny. I, w- I would highly recommend going to see Christopher Robin. And also, Ewan McGregor's in General it. General Kenobi's in it. Yeah. I love we- that. I love that that like video of like, it's like, it's like, he's like, hello there. And then Pooh's got like three different lightsabers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hello there. You know, that thinking back, I'm trying to, because th- everybody shits on seven, eight, solo, whatever the fuck they want. Everybody and even on though episode three is one of my favorites, you know how stupid the high ground is? Yeah. Dumb. You know how stupid that is? Yeah. That is this. Why would. So, I don't. It makes me cringe thinking about it. Like, you, it's impossible to win. I'm up here. I'm a Sith fucking lord. Who are you? What are you talking about? You are you are just physically above me. Like you are point altitude fuck away. What are you talking about? It makes no sense. I hate Three it. I hate it. up the mound of volcanic ash. It. Like the only way that would work is if you had a gun. Like if you if you had like a blaster and you have the high ground, it's harder to fight uphill. Like why I don't know. It makes me it just makes it's me aw- so mad. No, now. it's awful. It's awful. But like when I was 15 or 16 or how at 17 when we saw it I was just like dude this is the greatest thing I've ever seen but it doesn't ruin the it doesn't ruin it it's no, just no. like why it doesn't but that's what I'm saying that it would hinge on that how are you going to be put in a suit and uh, be melted and whatever I'm up here that's how it all starts over here I can't stand it I can't stand it things that trigger Mopar uh begin the list Ewoks? Ewoks probably, right? Yep, most of them. No, but the issue is, I'm okay with the Ewoks. The physical Ewoks and them being in it are fine. But the fact that they can beat the fucking First Order, or the the 501st, (laughs) the 501st? Well, you've seen the training videos, right? No, I haven't. The the two uh, Ewok movies before all of that? No, I haven't. We actually need to do fanboy commentary to those. Yeah, but no. We haven't it's seen a funny those. story. I was actually introduced to uh, Caravan of Courage and Battle for Endor before seeing a physical Star Wars film. Oh, wow. wow. Apes my parents had of that Star Wars. That explains a lot, actually. Oh, don't go. <laughs> go away. Yeah, for <laughs> Battle, for End- Battle for Endor and Caravan of Courage. So I had this kind of like skewed view of what Star Wars was for a long time. I thought it was about a talking bear that had a little girl that followed him named Sindel. I had no idea. What it was oh, about. God. That's what it they're is fun, about, actually. in their own right, though. But what doesn't make sense is because during the battle for Endor, uh, Wicket learns English. He can speak English. So you can understand him. And when he him. meets uh, Princess Leia, all he is is Yubnub, and that's it. You're making me not want to watch these movies. Okay, here. I'll make you want to watch these movies. You have Wilford Brimley, an old cranky man... Like helping out, like, and he, he he has to swear in it. I don't remember if he says fuck or if he says shit, but like, Wilford Brimley, that you know what I'm talking about? No, diabetes. I, oh. I, I'm Wilford Brimley, and I see terrible, yeah. uh, I, the meme, yeah. I'm Wilford Brimley, and I have diabetes. You need to check your blood sugar and check it often. Yep. Wilford Brimley <laughs> is the star of Battle for Endor, 
and it is fantastic. Oh my god! And, and that's the one uh, Star Wars action figure that yep. I need to get, and I, I would I would ask for the help from anyone. There's is, a Kenner toy of him. No, it's Teak. <laughs> I'm looking for Teak. Like, Wilfred Brimley has a little tiny dead eyes, crazy looking character. I have a dog <laughs> toy. Like, Why was he in Star Wars? It's okay. fantastic. No, no, no. It's it's good. <laughs> okay. like- well, since we're doing fanboy commentary on it, now I really want to watch it. Yeah, that sounds like we're going to tear it the fuck apart. Speaking of Christmas special. One of some of the greatest times of my life. <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas special was on point. For terribly, yes. <laughs> I it was it was so bad and so good all at the same time. Yeah, for what it was. No, um, that was the perfect culmination of uh, fanboy commentary. Was that seventies bullshit that we watched? Unwatchable. All right, now that we've uh, poo bared our way all the way through this shit, what else we got? I think that's it. That's good to hear that they're uh, they're killing it with these live action ones. I know I'm definitely excited about. Lion King, based yeah, on the yeah. cast listing alone, like that looks fucking hilarious. There's and the uh, voice actors for the other uh, characters in in Who Bear, all the other stuffed animals or whatever you want to call them. Uh, perfect. They were all perfect. Tigger was perfect. I don't know how to how else to say it. Like it was also, even though it was like live action, and they made Who Bear soft and like fuzzy, mm-hmm. but it looks perfect. But because like the cartoon of him, he's just round and he's a bear. He's not fuzzy. There's no fur. He doesn't have fur. Right. But he's just a bear. This one, he's like a teddy bear. And yeah. It, it they made it look like he was like a toy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But it's it just worked so well. I was so happy with it, and I I man teared my way through a couple because <laughs> there's some heart. I mean, it pulls on your heartstrings. A hard like there's like innocent parts where I'm just like. Who Bear has no clue what the fuck he's doing, and he just like he accidentally said, "Oh, this, this." I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I only saw it once. Um, but the uh, this one ever? Ever? <laughs> this is the worst thing <laughs> ever. Like movies that made Mopar cry. What is that? Um. Well, this Ooh. is Doubtfire. This what? is Doubtfire. <laughs> I haven't seen that shit forever, man. I don't even know about that. I can understand why Mrs. Duffer makes you cry now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then... Uh... You know what's weird is I watched the uh, Robin Williams documentary that just came out, and nice. I expected to tear up. Not even close. Really? It was very interesting. It actually got more into, like... Well, obviously, but it got real big into his, uh, his past and details about, like, how he came to be. And it was like, yeah, of course. He's fucking hilarious. Look at him. As it was. As it was. I didn't know he was there the night John Belushi died. He was there with John. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that blew my mind. He was there, hung out with him, went home, woke up, and John Belushi died. He's like, dude, I was with him last night. I was like, what? That's crazy. What? <sighs> That's crazy. No, there's a... Uh, as I become an older bitch... Uh, I tear up a lot easier with movies. I do. I really do. I Me always too. make fun of my mom. Like, oh, look, mom's crying again. And then now I'm like, <laughs> what? You know, Poo-poo I, bear. I agree. Oh. And I say that and I'll, I'll admit it. But as I think back, I don't really know what the last movie that made me cry. Nina made fun of me the other day because she's like, didn't you tear up in a movie? Oh, yeah, it was Star Wars. And everybody like giggled. And I was like, it's true. But then I was trying yeah. to think of other movies yeah. that actually like made me tear up. And I... I couldn't really, I couldn't really fucking think of anything. Yeah, 
There's there's got to be Toy em. Story three. Um, I don't know. I tear I tear up a lot emotional moments, but mostly like very epic moments, like the Vader hallway scene in Rogue One. Like <laughs> I swear to God, like I know it's like murder and everything, but like the movie, <laughs> the entire movie, it's so great tears. It's the so entire great. movie culminates in that. Yeah, and like when he walks out on the broken edge of the ship as the Tanif Four is flying away, I'm just. It's like it's partly how epic the movie itself is, and then the tie into episode four. Mm-hmm. Just like, yeah, I that's hard to say. I'd have to like look at a list, yeah, for me to know. even think about it. But I'm sure, like, obviously, Pooh Bear was my last, or what do they call it? Christopher Robin was my most recent one because it definitely it made me tear up more than once. Like, I would tear up, and then I'd be like, all right, it's going to continue, and then it would come back in. And I'm like, oh, stop doing this to me. Nina was bawling at something the other day. I can't remember what it was. Maybe a TV show. I don't know. Eric, what have you cried at recently? What have I cried at? Well, being I stubbed being my toe on, this on the way over here. So. Did you guys watch Westworld? I watched a lot of Westworld. Yeah, I've watched I have the entire Just kind of like the... I, I I might fall onto a left-handed cigarette and I, I watch Westworld and I think way too in-depth about it. That's never been Where, said. The fuck did he just say? I don't know. Some haiku. You, you don't fall in a okay. So like, but I when I watch Westworld, I think of like <laughs> this is the future. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like the that all of our memories are kind of like compartmentalized to what we think they are. And that there's a really strong message, a strong uh, statement in uh, Westworld when uh, the the Native American character whispers into one of their ears and says, "We only live as long as the last person that remembers us." Yeah. And I thought I was like, "Oh my god!" And That's I like, so true. That, that that made me cry. That made me cry a lot. Think and of I'm how like, true that rings, though. Like once you're not remembered, you're not only forgotten; you never existed. Done. Like the fact. <sighs> I'm glad we're leaving a trace. That's what I'm saying. Like to be forgotten, you would have had to like been a thing. I don't know. It's it's almost like you were just wiped. You never existed because you didn't make a difference. That's true. Yeah, if you don't have your name on anything. So I gotta put, I'm gonna just start carving Mopar yeah. in a bunch of shit. No, we so have it right here. <laughs> Unless yeah, the, all the Kurzweil, cir- the uh, futurist, where he he believes that uh, eventually we'll be able to upload our consciousness into uh, either something. You know, it have to be something that would last forever. But like that's what his idea kind of is: is that we'll be able to upload our consciousness into something, and we'll live together as a uh, collective force, a as goddess, a, as a one. That'd be cool. No, I like Westworld. It definitely lost me midway through season two. It got way like there was the first season was so great. I've and only so, watched so two straight, episodes, so don't spoil it. It was so great and so straightforward, and it talked about kind of uh, what's <laughs> real and what's not, and they kind of bounced around. The second one, they blow the doors open, and I'm like, "What the fuck is happening?" But maybe you'll love it. I don't know. I was really happy with the I first season. I feel like season. I would love that kind of stuff, yeah. I, I was really happy with the first season. Yeah. They No, they go... They walk through the first season. Hardcore. Because you're really kind of understanding how everything works. Mm-hmm. And then they fucking sprint in the second season. Mm-hmm. And it's just go, go, go. Nice. So... Um, Especially if you love music too, they do a great job at like doing these old timey bar saloon panty... Uh, Pantyhouse? Uh, pan, panty... What am I saying? Right? Pantomime? Piano. Piano versions of songs like of, of Nirvana and Kanye West. Like nice. it's really neat to watch the show and be like, 
I fucking know that song. It's this song because they're doing just a cover of it, and it's, it, it really sets that's, the mood. Of the episode that's awesome. Yeah, uh, it actually more Star Wars before man. before I really understood what the hell was going on. It it you really still don't understand. It really happens. reminded me of uh, the Dark Tower. <laughs> yeah, dude, I need to watch that movie again. It really reminded me of because they play on so many different things, and then you really start understanding. It kind of goes away from it. Yeah, but it's it's like futuristic, but it's not. But it's kinda. But, but it's, it's Western. But it's Western and old fantasy. But it is future. But it's sci-fi. Exactly. So sweet. Oh, that's cool. I like the fact that Dark Tower is also infused with uh, it. Isn't it? It's yep. a character that is a uh, entity in the Dark Tower that gets put into the real world, and that's the version that we see. But it is a Whoa. entity, dark demon in the Pennywise is all of his shits connected. Yeah. In the Dark Tower series. It's the Stephen King series, yeah. Yeah, it's just yeah. It's I've all, only it gone overlaps through the first book and halfway through the second. So. Have you seen the new it? Yeah. Yes. I yes. think they definitely pushed a more kind of like theory, kind of like a a big story idea, especially with the ending, with like the kids floating into. Um, should we say spoiler too? I no. Don't know. No. <laughs> we don't just give a with, fuck. Uh, he kind of explained himself. Like in in great detail, what he was that kind of left this big series opening to where we might get the Dark Tower or uh, I don't know. They're probably going to remake Pet Cemetery, so that'll pre- probably be involved too. Well, they're going to do it, it too, part right? two. Yeah. yeah, part two while they're all adults. But yeah, I don't know if they laid out specifically like how much of the Dark Tower they're going to do on screen because I heard there was supposed to be a series as well. So like, I think they're. You know, the big thing right now is to just make a universe. Like there's one of the, whoever the film company is supposed to be making like a, a monster verse with like the creatures in the Black Lagoon and like King Kong, Godzilla and all these fuckers. So like, I think they're doing that with the Stephen King thing. I don't know. But I, I just hope they make it interesting because I do love the Dark Tower, what I've read of it. And I don't want it to be fucking terrible. Are you mm-hmm. guys excited at all for the monster verse for the uh, Godzilla no. monster thing? I know it's nothing about it. Film, uh, you could probably do fanboy commentary for it's it's uh, it's a Gamera film. Like there was Godzilla and there was Gamera. Gamera was a giant turtle that was the protector of all children, um, <laughs> and uh, he could uh, he could his legs would turn into rockets and he would shoot off into the sky. But he actually surpassed Godzilla in the '90s. He had a, he had better films in the '90s than Godzilla because Godzilla. Uh, I forgot it was. It was Toto or something like that. But all Godzilla did was they uh, they took uh, stock footage and they just kept recreating the same movies every single time. Yeah. But Mara actually created their own thing in the '90s and it was really good. But there's a film called Before. Gamera got good. Uh, I have to find it out. Gamera versus all or Gamera something where they actually take Star Wars footage of like a Star Destroyer coming into this frame where it has an extra wing on it, but it's obviously a Star Destroyer. <laughs> and like they just kind of chop up film to like put together in a giant movie. <laughs> Dude, this guy's got straight jets coming out of his asshole. This is oh, fucking yeah, hilarious. Look at, there's Gamera... <laughs> I forget. I got to find out what it is, but like they just, it's totally doesn't make any sense because the uh, translation from Japanese to, to uh, English doesn't really make sense, but it's very power ranger, but they use stock footage from star Wars, which is pretty funny. 
Dude, I wonder this... how they did that without getting sued. Uh, yeah, it didn't matter, I guess. <laughs> here's, here's a toy of him, and his his legs are... I, you guys can't even see it, but his legs are like just like the, the plume of, of smoke coming out of the rockets. That's ridiculous. Dude, look at this shark fucking stab face. <laughs> Dude, the, the Godzilla... This would be I, great to watch, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that might be something... Uh, here's a cross. This is, this is where he eats... Cross section of Gamera. These are his guts. And this is where he, he, he fucks. No, this has to end. <laughs> Does he lay eggs? I want to know how this works. <laughs> Thousands of eggs. Thousands of eggs. He's a giant fucking turtle. You know what's funny is I used to have a giant, I think it was a like a ice Godzilla toy. I got it because he had crazy spikes and they were like white spikes. So it was like a frozen demon Godzilla. And I had that as a as a toy. As I don't a kid. think just like Pooh. I don't think I ever gave a fuck about Godzilla either. I really didn't either, but I wanted that and I got it. Because <laughs> I I'm I'm down to like I need Beast Wars against the Turtles against Godzilla. Let's fucking rock this shit. For how much I would hate that now as an adult, that's what I wanted as a kid. I want I want everybody coming in. I want to see who's the strongest. Can you imagine if they made like a Star Wars, Marvel, Godzilla? Westworld mashup. It would just end with Vader <laughs> on top of everybody with his hand. That's up. how I feel the Dark Tower is a lot. It's like so many random fucking things coming out of Stephen King's head. It's true. It's very, very true. There's, there's a fantastic uh, Transformers versus G.I. Joe mashup. It's all in cart, uh, sorry, uh, comic book form. But they, Hasbro does a good job at kind of like melding the different characters and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, it's just like the Batman Turtles. They mesh up. And uh, oh, they match. Yeah, good. You're they right. match really? up quite a few times. Yeah, oh, I think there's shit. even there might even Batman be a, a there might even be an animated film about that. I know it's comic book, but yeah, Batman and the Turtles they get together quite a few times. Well, yeah, I think they're Superman actually gearing so up for that. The uh, Transformers and GI Joe they're going to bring that in because there's those are the only other than. Uh, Teenage, no, that's not Hasbro, but uh, like they're, I think they're going to actually do that with the next Transformers film. They're going to bring in GI Joe because they're going to try to milk that till it's over. Wow, I gave up after the first one. Like the those came out robots. when my little brother was really young, so I think I watched the first three with him, but never really liked them at all. And then the newest one is like a Bumblebee origin story, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. John Cena, you'll never see him. John Cena's in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Cena's in the Bumblebee film. Yeah. I hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the last Jedi is bad. Because John Cena's in, in hate everything. I, I think you should give the Transformers another look. Like they, Peter, I, think I might be saying his name wrong. Peter Cullen has been Optimus Prime since the cartoons, and he's still Optimus Prime now. So it's like when you have the same voice of a character that's dedicated to that 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 person for forever, it's really, it, it it's still fun, even though you can look past the bullshit and the racist robots. But I still think the Transformers movies have a leg to stand on, you know? Well, that was probably the issue for me is that I was in between. I didn't watch the Transformers. I watched Beast Wars. I didn't watch so, either. I just played with the toys. 
Yeah. The toys are still a fucking marvel of engineering. How do you make <laughs> something? What? I'm with I'm with Mopar. I'm with Mopar. I watched Beast Formers and like the whole, you know, <laughs> everything like there. And that actually made me like want to be like, what the hell? What what did this come from? These these robots animals. Then I learned that, oh, it was lamer before they turned into cars. Beast Formers is so much better. Beast like, Wars, yeah. Animals turning into robots. But yeah. That's hilarious. I fucking love it. Um, that's it. That's it. That's all we're gonna do. <laughs> Eric, thank you for being on the show. Episode thank one. You for having me, man. I really appreciate you guys inviting me on the show. Yeah, yeah dude, this absolutely. was a blast. It was okay seeing you. Um, yeah. Next time we're down in Orlando, we'll have to. Uh, oh, we're, we're gonna try to go down once they fucking figure their shit out. With oh yeah, we'll be down to visit the the Star Wars park when it opens. No doubt. Oh gosh. Little side note: We almost pushed back. Uh, I'm getting married in April. We almost Ooh, pushed it back. Congratulations! We wanted the opportunity to stay at that fucking theme park. Like, in we April, push it back. Like, oh, we'll just push it back a couple of years, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we we, we, this Star Wars theme park, they'll definitely do that. You're yeah. gonna have to spend the entire wedding budget to stay there, and then exactly, save back exactly. up for the wedding. You want to get married on Alderaan? Because it's possible now. <laughs> 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 awesome! Oh awesome. yeah, man. Well, yeah, it's a good time. Uh, we'll definitely have to schedule maybe another another episode. Maybe after, maybe after some big drops that you like and that you know more about than maybe the next Gamera film. <laughs> I'll, uh, the next yeah, giant I'll flying turtle that. rocket ship film. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll start with that. <laughs> oh, my God. Awesome. I'm, my mind's blown. Love it. Well, guys, thanks for listening. We appreciate it very much. Thanks, Eric, for joining us. Uh, remember to check out Tavor. If you are a fan of craft beer, T-A-V-O-U-R dot com. Enter the code with Rogue for $10 off a $25 order. Get beer shipped to your fucking house. Unless you live in North Carolina. Uh, and go to our website, roguesquadronpodcast.com slash merch. Buy a shirt or do something. And that's it. Just check it out. Just do it. I've had enough about all of it. I've had enough. That's all I know. <laughs>